Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is tech support. What the? No, don't play back again. That means nothing to anybody on on iTunes. I can do all this like music stuff manually now with Fubar. It's getting complicated. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tech support. Uh, yes, I fixed myself an egg roll while I was feeding Rex. <laughs> I'm fixing myself an egg roll. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Starving here, man. I went and used the washroom. I was in the washroom. I put it in the microwave. I was like, hey, that seems like a reasonable use of time. Yeah, and that'll only take about 18 minutes. It's no big deal. Thanks for giving us the I'm heads sorry. up, man. I would have gone if to the we're here, if we're here, snack. If we're here for another freaking while, I gotta make sure that I've used the lavatories to its fullest extent. Well, you Just should at least let us know that you plan to do that so that we could also do the same, sir. This is not the Adam Morehouse stream where you leave for well, 45 minutes to go. Well, usually everybody's gone to, to for, subway. you know, reasonable time. <laughs> 45 minutes of subway is gone for freaking egg roll. Unbelievable. Uh, anyway. Tech support. Tech support is, is happening now, ladies and gentlemen. What's and if you, this morning, they're listening to this more. now, this is, this is like the first, um, like, second episode of the week type thing where yes. we're just where you know what i think for this i'm taking off the sports jacket oh it's just, we're getting casual we're getting super cash and I have uh, a i'm just coke, gonna chill so. there you go uh panic uh needs to leave in in a little bit so Pan- panic's just gonna get naked and, and I, <laughs> I actually think i actually think that our first half was still almost two hours so we're gonna make this like yeah. an hour because we're going to defeat the purpose of of cutting this up if we're still going to talk for hours at a time. I'm pretty sure we're Well, at, the first like, um, well, yeah, yeah I, I it was it was I do regularly either. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I apologize if the first one went a little longer than normal uh with the we started late. I had no idea where my timer was and then we also mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. unfortunately talked about the movie thing. The last question I asked, I was like I'll not ask a follow-up question next yeah, time. Don't, we'll, we'll keep. Don't do that. <laughs> we'll keep that. Don't I was do like, that. you know, I was looking for like a yeah, this might not work, or yeah, it's it'll, it'll be just fine. Okay, we're done. Instead, that shit went forever. So next time, I learned my lesson. Fuck questions. Save those for for tech support. Uh, but right, here, we, here we are. What I like about this is now I can just just chill. You know, I can just chill yeah. and talk about whatever. First thing that I want to say, why I'm having such an awesome day today, all right? I'm having okay. a great day. My week has been super stressful because I had people move out of one of my rentals. Another family is moving in tomorrow. So my parents are amazing. Like, my parents will go over, like, they've been at the house every day since Monday uh, working, even when I'm not there, like if I'm home streaming or if I need to go do something, my dad will just go over and just fix shit. Um, so it's been a stressful week because I've been trying to like juggle my own work because if I'm not working, I'm not making any money, which is, you know, shitty. And, but at the same time I need to be there because it's also my responsibility. And then I feel bad for my parents because they're over there slaving doing my work. I think that I think what they realize, not only do they love me, it's obvious they love me, <laughs> but I think what they realize, they go, you know what? If we do this for Jeff, and they've been a big help for like the the last couple of years of these properties, and they like doing I know it too, where like this spending. I know where this is going. I don't know. I, I, this is a dangerous gonna, line of thought. They're gonna go I know they're going, <laughs> hey, when Jeff is wealthy as fuck, he he is oh, gonna take no. care of us. That's that's 
Hey, oh. I'm telling you. And I always tell them too. I'm like, hey, you know, you, you guys are helping me out now. I'm going to have to do this when you guys are like 70, 75 years old and you can't, you know, you need to shit in a diaper and, and, I, and I need to take care of you. So it, it's, it's a master plan. You know what I'm saying? At least that's the way I like to, uh, I like to think about it. And I also treat them really well Christmas time. So, you know, it all, it all kind of works out. So that was going on. But why my day was so awesome today is I finally got a delivery uh, for my car. My car is officially on a ship called oh. the turtle of all things it's called the turtle Rip. so hopefully it doesn't get here that slow uh, and the crazy thing about it was <laughs> last night i had a dream that i got a phone call today saying that my my car was on its way here and then i got a text today he said it's on a boat it will arrive Bro, july 3rd got some bad news I can't jeff you know what's fucking crazy <laughs> you know you know what you know what's crazy jeff the egg roll that I've made in between this also was delivered on a boat called the Turtle. So shit's just fucking all over the. It's just it's why it took me so long, man. So overseas shipping, oh, you know the container yeah. ships they don't get here awfully quick. Um, they don't. So yeah, so for they those don't. who are just listening uh, to this. Uh, we've changed the format, if you're on the RSS feed or, or on YouTube, we've changed the format a bit where uh, we're doing two separate segments for you guys. One long stream for Twitch, two separate se- segments now that are that are shorter than our one long form, in theory, uh, than our long form. Uh, and it also allows us to do this, which is tech support for a longer period of time, which means we get to answer more people's questions and just relax uh, and just shoot the shit about whatever. Uh, but more specifically, or most specifically, answer more Patreon-specific questions. Because before, we were only answering a couple a week. Now we get to open that up, and uh, and maybe it will be... Uh, a little bit more incentive for other people to ask questions because they're going to have a higher probability chance of us getting around to to answering them. Maybe even Adam will get to pick a question. Yes. Who knows? Let's not get too crazy. Um, (laughs) Let's not. All right. All right. So let's just start. Let me just let me just throw a question out there. I'm going to start it off. Uh, Something light. From uh, Toe to Steel, who okay. is a $100 boss and has been for three months. Legend. God damn. Toe to Steel, you're the man. He said, uh, what songs would be your personal straight fire mixtape? And I guess we'll, we'll, How we'll many? leave this. Well, I, I was going to say, we're going we're gonna to take this down to... Five songs. Five songs. Do you know how loaded? And you know what though? Instead of instead of putting too much thought into it, I think what you should do is you should then pick songs that first come to your mind. Because oh, I know if, my songs. If you're, let's hear them. Fuck. All right. Weapon of choice. Fat boy slim. That's a good one. You know that song. Yep. Then you got Fortune Days. Glitch Mob. That's one of my go tos. I, I don't think um, I know relative, that one. Um, it's it's a very it's an it's a niche song, um, okay. and then uh, it's this one's more recent. I'm gonna go with Immortals from Fallout Boy. Mm-hmm. That's a good song. And then this is this is taking it taking it real back. Bye bye bye. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's got to be on there. And then um, Straight Fire mixtape song number five. 
Ooh, that's actually a tough one. Um, I'm going to go three doors down kryptonite because that's always been one of my go-tos. I thought we were going to hear panic switched. That is on my straight fire mixtape, but that's like number 10 or something. All right. All right. So are these only supposed to be like hype, like hype songs? Like, is that what no, we're doing here? Just like, what no. you consider, what you consider okay. fire. Like what, what, you know, if you had to pick just five songs, songs on that an I island enjoy right listening now to. Okay. that you, that you had to listen yeah. to the same five songs, uh, you know, okay, I'm going to go, I'm just, I'm not even putting much thought into this. First one that came to my mind is Mo Money, Mo Problems. <laughs> oh. That's just the first song that just came straight to my head. Mo Money, Mo Problems. Got a little, got a little bit of that P. Diddy and that Mace. Um, And then I'm going to have to go with uh, Incomplete by Backstreet Boys. That's yep, going to be on there. Song. Started from the bottom by Drake. That song gets me hyped up as fuck every time I hear it. Uh, and then I'm just going to have to go right back to the boy bands. I'm going to have to go... Uh, this I promise you by NSYNC, and I'm also gonna have to throw out "Larger Than Life" by Backstreet Boys. It's a lot of boy band shit. Um, oh, what? How many is that now? How, how many are we at? You're at like six. I'm, dude, I'm not keeping track because I'm trying so. I'm the worst person to ask these questions because it is impossible <laughs> for me to fucking just on the spot. So I'm sitting here struggling right now. You oh, just you take your time. Oh, I'm okay. Um. Oh man. Okay. What else? What else are we gonna put on there? Um, You're gonna keep going. I'm you know adding songs I, to my list too. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to throw. Out, I'm gonna have to throw out. Um, I'm gonna have to throw out a little bit of Craig David. Uh, Seven days. I love that song. Ooh. I don't listen to it enough, but that just came to my mind. So I'm gonna have to give. I'm gonna have to give Craig David some love, man. I'm gonna have to give Craig David some love. I met this girl on Monday. I'm going to add a song to my list, Jimmy World Pain. I, I guarantee you, if you hear that song, it is so friggin' hype on the guitar. It is nuts. It is one of the greatest guitar songs I've heard in a long time. And it's um, going to be, I have to add one more. I'm sorry. I have to, I'm going to have to just add in one more. We can keep going until Adam, you know, actually gets, yeah, okay. gets the song All out. right. Billy Jean going, by off. Michael motherfucking Jackson. Oh, That's got to be on there. It. In fact, that might actually have to be like number one or number two on the list. Billie Jean all day. I mean, I could name about a bajillion Michael Jackson song, but Billie Jean has got to go. It's Michael Jackson go would be the uh, would be the it would be the know, album, bonus disc, the yeah, bonus like, disc that you get with if, the mixtape. If this is a different question, where it was like, if you had to take one album to an island forever, what would it be? It would definitely be Michael Jackson's Thriller, without. There is literally not even there's not even an, an album out there that can come remotely close for me. There's not even one. There's not. It's not even close. <laughs> it's all. I'd rather no. All right, Michael. I've got. I've got. I've got. I've got five. I've got five. Right, I've got one. I, okay. okay. Five. Now of of these, of these, there's a couple that aren't really hyped. So they're just the songs. I just. I, I'm just going with what. Okay. So first one, still Dre. I could listen mm. to that song literally on repeat for hours on Dope. end, and the piano line is just forever fucking embedded in my brain and everybody else's brain, for that yep. matter. Uh, so I'm going still Dre. Uh, number two, my MJ songs on this list. I think everybody's probably going to have an MJ song so somewhere on this list, <laughs> except for my girlfriend who hates Michael Jackson. 
um, <laughs> is bad. I don't want to meet her anymore. <laughs> uh, bad is my MJ song of choice. It was between that and Smooth Criminal. I couldn't fucking pick between those two. That was oh, a really tough call. Criminal. Uh, so it was between those two for me. I went with bad. Um, the next one on my list is the is a BG song that was probably would not be chosen by anyone else because everybody else would choose some other BG song. Mine's the New York Mining Disaster is one is my oh favorite my BG song. Oh my god, really? Yes. Couldn't even give me some Fine. staying alive. Next one, Final Countdown. Ooh, oh. fire! Dude, I'm so upset with you right now because I thought for sure number one was gonna be another song. I am so upset with you right now, dude. Because I don't, I don't. Do you, I, there's, there's, there's. Well, I bet you the what. I, there's nothing on here that you uh, I could think of that's remaining that is something you were thinking of. So I'll let you know what that. Or I'll let you say what that is after I'm done. So All we right. got. So okay. to this point, right. we've got Still Dre, Bad, yep. uh, New York yep. Mind Disaster, Final Countdown. Um, I actually have six here, I think, in total. Um, yeah, I do. Next one up, Steve Vai, I'm the hell out of here. Uh, specifically, if I can get the live version what he, that was at, there was a, uh, thing that he did on his birthday. Uh, if I could take the video with me as well, so I could just see Steve Vai on stage with the fan blowing his hair back like every other fucking performance, and it's the cheesiest shit ever, but it's the greatest thing ever, I'll take that. And the last one is, uh, Rush's Tom Sawyer. Mmm, Adam, where's Phil one? Collins at, bro? Oh, oh that's true. You but gotta which get one would it be? But oh, which come Phil? on, it's the one you always ended on, bro. Oh, what, come take on, me man. home? Yeah. Take me home? I, I feel like if I was going to take I'm one gonna... Phil Collins song, as much as I love Take Me Home, I'm still going in the air tonight. I feel, I, I feel like you got to go in oh, the in air. Oh, in the air tonight. That's a good Phil one. Collins. Yeah, yeah, it's... it's I, I would. I Boys, thought I'm gonna sure. hit you with another one. Van Halen, right now. It's a good one. Okay, all it's right. Not one I'm putting on my list, but it's a good one. No, I'm not going I'm, on your list. A good one. The epic no. piano with the old guitar. Oh my god, Jeff. Bro, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you don't have Brian Adams on there somewhere, bro. Mm, I love me some Brian Adams in the summer <laughs> of '69. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, anyway, we can sit here and name songs all day, but oh, what God. I want from people on the tubes, uh, and maybe even in the Twitch chat, I don't care. I want to know your guys' no, top your, five. Your list. I mean, yeah. obviously. Yeah, that's with your five. If these I took, are, these if, are rapid these fire. These are off yeah. the cuff, man. Like, yeah. if I took an hour to really think about this, my, my top five would probably change drastically, but those just are just some of the songs. Of three Chad Future songs. No, hail no. <laughs> Hails to the no. Swish. Uh, all right, let's just let's just keep it going. Panic or at, sure, you know, Adam? You got, give Panic? us a question. You give us one. Okay. Adam. Mm. Panic's Panic's been the number one guy the whole time, giving off yeah. uh, the well, first one. You hit He's off gonna the be questions. last this time. Okay. All right. Hold on one sec. Let me take it. I read these before we came on, just because so I knew I was going to have to an- uh, ask one, but I wasn't sure which one this uh, that I'd go with here. But I mean, uh, if, you, if you can't really figure one out, then you can look at you know last week's too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, here, here's, here's, this one's easy enough, I guess. Um, what video game universe would you most want to live in? You'd have the skills, powers, like the characters you know from the universe, but which one would you prefer to be in? If you could choose any video game universe. I'll expand this a bit. I'm gonna cop out. Okay, go ahead, expand. I'm going to expand it a bit, because if not, I feel like there's going to be some cop-out. I even have a cop-out, but I, I, 
we'll expand it to TV, TV, movie, video game. Like if there's a universe that exists there, some sort of fictional universe that you could be part of. Oh, you want it now? You want it going to TV too? Okay. Well, just any, yeah, any, any fictional. Well, let's do, all let's right. do one, one video game, and then one from all other okay. media. All right. Well, I'm I, my my one does it for all of it, and I'm gonna go Star oh. Wars. Okay. Flat out. If I gotta pick, a, if I gotta pick a universe, I'm going into Star Wars. I want to be a Sith, and that's the show. <laughs> Fair enough. You realize, though, sure. that that means that, that you die no matter what, like, usually faster than everybody else. Yeah, but I want to be a powerful cyst, uh, assist. I want to be a, a powerful Sith. <laughs> I don't want to be a cyst. A cyst lord. I, I want to be, be a benign cyst. Um, but I want to be, be a powerful one. So, you know, if I go down by some, you know, crazy Jedi or some shit, or, or, I'm, or I'm the Sith that, that's fucking people up, uh, then so be it. But I'm going to be the most powerful Sith that there is. You got that. You got the. You got the red okay. lightsaber. You've got the uh, the the dark side of the force. You've got the cool like fucking cape and and get up. Uh, usually you got some battle scars and shit. You're like you're dark. Uh, you know, and <laughs> and that's yeah, that's it. I think I think probably it'd be I think it'd be cool to be someone like Darth Maul. I think that'd be a cool Sith to be because you're badass. You're feared. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go there. Okay. All right. What about you, Panic? Um, I'm going to go with one in the vein of the question and then one from the TV side of things. Um, okay. So from video game perspective, um, I'm going to go with Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, just because it's the Mass the Effect universe. Mass Effect for this? There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that because it's still in the Mass Effect universe as a whole. No, I know. On top yeah. of that, they literally went to like a new a new galaxy and it's like completely unexplored. You know, it's not a huge amount of people. You can really make your mark there. You have all the tech and the abilities of the Mass Effect universe and everything is freaking new in the video game. It is. But in general, too, like. It, and th- that would be a wild ride for me. Like thinking about you're in the frontier where no human has ever been before completely like, you know, like frontier exploration. But the question is panic. Do you have a fucking lightsaber? <laughs> no, but I got a friggin' Omni blade, oh, which is a light blade God. on my hand. Just as good. Uh, <sighs> all right. Okay. I mean, it's all right. Your, and I got space magic. So what's magic. the TV one then? It's not Star, Star Trek, Trek, is it? Hands yeah, down. of course it is. Hands down, Star Trek. <laughs> Freaking be an engineer. I would love to be an engineer on a starship. <laughs> oh, that would be my jam. I mean, I wanted Star Trek 2 for the TV side. I mean, that was an easy right. call. Okay, I'll try to be what? different, though. No, I'm going to finish I'll... mine, because Star Wars okay. isn't really a TV show, all right? It's not a TV show, okay? It's okay. a video game and a potential right, movie, you... but we'll go on the video game side. Here it is for me. <laughs> okay. TV. Dragon Ball Z, take me there. <laughs> now that is my number I mean, one. Star I Wars mean, number two. I'll take the ability to form a Kai blast and do a fucking Kamehameha or a fucking Destructo disc or a a, a, a Gatlin gun or whatever. <laughs> Give me it. I would absolutely go insane. That's my number hey, one. Jeff, all right. Your stream's got enough of the filler material there. Damn right. Oh my goodness, man! Right I, there. The 
the gaming side is really hard for me to pick from, honestly. Like, I, I thought about Mass Effect, and I was like, you know, that's... Oh, I know your answer already. Easy. Yeah, but I don't know what... I don't know what my secondary pick would be for, for the video game worlds. Like, I, I honest to God, the, the struggle would be... Not Morrowind? Very real. No, fuck that! I think that would be Morrowind boring, is a, more. It's not that Morrowind would be boring. A Morrowind is a death pit. Everybody's fucking not making it out of their <laughs> 20s in that world. People are getting fucked up constantly. So no, I'm good. I'm good not being in Morrowind's world. Um, I mean, oh, oh, you know what? Video game. I'd go with um the Mist World if I was part of uh, Atrus's family. Being able to travel in the books to different uh, fucking uh, uh, the different Just ages and puzzles. stuff. That would be, no, not solving puzzles. Like, we're talking about the world, not the game part okay. of it. It's not like if you like okay. sit there and do Sudoku my whole life. <laughs> but uh, I think that would be pretty sick. And then for the the oh, uh, what was uh, I had a, a a different answer for the the movie TV side. Um, and now it's gone because we were talking about other shit. Oh, son of a bitch. Um, yeah, well, panic, fuck. you think of your question while he's... Can I pick, can I pick one from a book? No. Go for it. No, because that's Mist. No, you say no? No, no. Well, no, but <laughs> Mist is the video game. Um, but I guess for... Okay, so if I can't do from a book, then TV. TV okay. show, Adam. You can manage, uh, I believe. Okay. You're gonna go Star Hold Trek, on. man. I no, I don't want to because that's already been picked. So now I want to go. I want to go uh, something else. That's you want to uh, go where no bad. man has gone before. Uh, yes, Old exactly. Gone before. Uh, let's okay. TV, TV. I got this. No problem. No problem. Fuck it. Pokemon. Let's go. Oh my God! You're okay. You know what though? You know fuck what? Fuck off! Though? Tell me it wouldn't would be fuck, fire. I would fuck with some Pokemon, bro. <laughs> You know what? If that shit was, if that was real, how fucking cool would that be? I'd have Pokeballs. I'd be fucking going out in the You'd woods. You'd have a Pokeball wall behind to... you. You'd have a, instead yeah, of a retro yes. wall, you'd have a Pokeball wall. Exactly. I'd have all my one fifty one. Fuck every other thing out there. It's one fifty one or nothing. That's it. I got my my one hundred fifty one Pokemon. My Pokeballs. I'm going to gyms. Yes. I'm fighting people. I think it'd be fun. I only I'm want you original. On okay. OG. OG Pokemon. Oh, OG I don't want, or nothing. I don't want I don't want 846 Pokemon. I want 151. Done. Yeah, I don't I want, want it. I don't want an ice cream shaped Pokemon. I don't want a horseshoe no. shaped Pokemon. I don't want Watermon. I don't. I, don't want I just want. I want chandeliers. No, I, don't. I don't. I don't need any of that shit. Just give me I the OG pretty, shit. So I think that would be that's pretty it. fucking dope. Pokemon yeah. would be fun. Not as cool as Dragon Ball Z, but it would be fun. <laughs> the one that I was going to go with that's kind of in the Star Trek thing, because everybody, a lot of people want to see what the future's like, right? So that would be kind of cool to whatever. Rama was going to be my follow-up to that, which is why I wanted to go with book, because technically it's a game as well, but it was a book first. And I, and it's, you know, I think that'd be pretty sick to be able to see, because it's more, it's not like Star Trek is involves a lot of shit that we're literally never like we physically can't fucking do but rama actually is seated in some sort of reality so i, I think that would be kind of kind of cool but they yeah pokemon and yep. uh fucking you want to be the very my best game one <laughs> whatever yeah there you go all right you're yeah you want to missed all right so missed right panic let's give us a question Alrighty, if you won the lot, this is from Sergeant Dragon, by the way. Um, okay. He's one of our subs and 
multiple areas. Um, mm-hmm. If you won the lottery and properly set yourself up with functionally infinite money, what would you do with it? Personally, two chicks at the same time, man. <laughs> that's that's you know, that's what the writers said. That's not panic. That's, that's not me. Writer, that's what the writers <laughs> said. Dragon. Uh, Sergeant said you, that shit. I feel you like really he's aiming low. Infinitely like amount low. of money to have two chicks at once. You just need enough, like enough alcohol low. and daddy issues, and you can make I've two been, chicks happen at once. Yeah, I've been there before, and I was broke as motherfucker. <laughs> 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 broke. Broke as shit at the Trust dome. Me, you don't Let's go. need money for that. Uh, <laughs> Damn! All right, infinite amount of money. Do you do you already know panic? Because I have. I'm gonna. Have, this is gonna take me a minute. Infinite is such yeah, a mean, weird uh, thing because at that point, the way you just I solve all the problems is, with money you can. Yeah, the way I see it is like, what would you do with yourself, and then kind of what would you do with the money type of thing? I'll break it down into a two parter. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I would obviously do the whole stop working, whatever. And I kind of want to just build stuff. Like I've been having that craving where I want to like, I've been designing a bunch of things. I want to like build them myself. I want to acquire the skills to do so. Um, Mm -hmm. And like go in that, like kind of again, like go back to the roots a bit, but then at the same, you know, simplify my life in that respect. But then at the same time, you know, with functionally infinite money, I would kind of go with the Bill Gates route, pick a problem that I see that's not being addressed and then try to address that. Like, one for me personally that I feel like is important is education, right? If I have functionally infinite money that I can solve some kind of major problem, I would make it so that people are n- like, you know, not so stupid. And the main reason they are at this point in time is because of the lack of education and the, how the education system across the country. I and love how you said like that. Just, areas, so, just, just so because they're so stupid, we're going to fix yeah. that shit. Yeah. yeah, I get it. <laughs> And it's not their it. fault. It's a lack of education. Yeah. It's a lack of critical thinking. Everything's gotten true, down yeah, to the point sure. where it's like you have to. It's more like rote memorization and conformance rather than critical thinking and problem solving. And you know, it's it's a function of money and people not being willing to spend it on education. Yep. So you know, I, with functionally infinite money, that's something you can fix. Well, uh, for me, I I wouldn't. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take out like uh, for obvious things. Like, you know, stop world hunger and, you know, generic shit like that, that anybody is going to, you know, say, mm-hmm. well, if I had all the money, I'd, nobody would be problem. starving, obviously. But I'm, I'm going to be a little bit more selfish. Um, I would, for me, if, if money wasn't an issue, because I think at that point, if you have an infinite amount of money, it changes you your perception of everything. Because there, at that point, you literally can do whatever you want um whenever you want hierarchy of of needs you you are now working on self-actualization yeah because you've solved everything below it with money exactly (laughs) that's that's the truth um i i for me it would be since i know i wouldn't have to worry about bills being paid or family or whatever uh, i would just travel i would want to see as much of the world and experience it for uh, what it really is. No underlining issues about how much is this going to cost. Or I think I think if I was that rich, I I would be I would be uh, more patient with people. I would want to uh, understand people more. I try and be that way as it is. But obviously, when you have no other 
motive or there's no underlining agenda uh, when it comes to money or how much things cost or or your time or anything like that. I think at that point it is just using my time to uh, enjoy life as much as I can. And I don't mean by buying the flashiest jet or whatever. I mean, I think when you're that rich, you almost have to bring it down to simpler things. You almost have to eliminate all of the expensive shit and be a person because you, and for once as a human being, you can actually be, there is no, there's no responsibilities in terms of where, where you have to be for work or having to pay this bill at this time or working on some sort of status thing or, or anything like that. You almost go back to when there was no such thing as money. It's like you have so much of it that it's not even in the conversation. So I think for me, it's it's just getting to know people, traveling as much of the world as possible, and and just learning other cultures, uh, maybe learning other languages, just develop, like what Adam said, just developing me as a person um, and getting the most out of that. If I had to use my money on, on some sort of agenda, I would definitely throw it into space. Uh, I would give as much money as humanly possible to, to NASA and anything so that we could discover Re, other parts of the Mars galaxy. The oh yeah. I, I would, my, all of my money would go on to exploring the galaxies that would be, and figuring out a way to do that. Um, obviously I couldn't do it, but I could pay people and give money and endless amounts of money so that they could endlessly attempt to do what no man has done before. But I think it would just be me working on me. That's, that would be it. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what infinite money does, right? Is is it's partly a joke, but it's not really. You know, the whole hierarchy of needs thing that you know you get taught in school or whatever, depending on what more you went to school. One hundred and one. Yeah, like what is it? Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's, it's yeah, much so just how you, you, you money basically solves all of it, but the very top, which is the self actualization part, right? It's the it's the doing things for you part you've got everything else handled your your feed you're you're fed you've got a roof over your head you have um you know something and then you're getting to the point where you know everybody else is taken care of that you want to be taken care of and now you're working on you for all intents and purposes uh and uh you know this is if you're given infinite money, it's it would be weird because you would be the one person in the world where yeah. you've hit a point in society <laughs> where we're trying to get society to the po- this point. We, we you would want you in a perfect world, at least in my view, everybody has the opportunity to 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 self actualize, you know, to to just work on their own thing. In a perfect world, Basic needs are taken care of to the point where every person is capable to to chase after what they're passionate about at any given point in time and, and make the best of it for themselves. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that everybody who takes that opportunity, and we all know that that would be a hell of a conversation to see you know, oh, yeah. how we feel you even get to that point. But in reality, in this instance, that's where you are with infinite money. Um, so for like the personal thing you know, if the selfish part of it or whatever, I guess, um, obviously like Jeff said, whatever it's, it's, it would be a common thing. The first thing a lot of people would say would be travel and see other places and meet other people, uh, and learn other cultures and do that because you can, and you, you don't need to fucking worry about other shit. Um, 
Uh, and then the secondary point to that for me would be, I would literally, because you have to do something to keep yourself sane. Like, the people might say, I'd just stop working. Fuck you. No, you wouldn't. You'd go insane. Even if you're traveling everywhere and whatnot, if you're not actively doing something, if you're not setting a goal for yourself, you will go stir-crazy in no time flat. So, it's like people that work most of their lives and then they retire, and then they lose their shit uh, because they have, they've been, they're sitting on their ass and they can't actually, uh, you know, they're not doing anything. It's like my dad when he retired. He literally retired and started up a business. And they have no idea what to do with their life after that. Yeah. Like, exactly. He just went back to work. So you just go back to work and you're like, well, just fucking relax. You just worked for 35, 40 years. And they're like, well, I can't I'm because bored. it drives me crazy. I'm bored. So, you know, my thing to keep me not bored, I would literally just go to school for life. I would just show up in a classroom because I can, because I have money forever and just learn shit. Because I yep. fucking can, and 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 whether that's languages or or history or business or science or it doesn't fucking matter. Just I would get myself into a place and just learn so that I'm I'm not going fucking insane, not doing anything, you know, with my brain. Um, and then I guess if I was doing philanthropic bullshit, uh, I'll be the guy that doesn't do space because we haven't even fucking explored our own planet to any major degree and we're already trying to get off the fucking rock. Uh, I'll spend all my money to make sure that we actually explore the six bajillion places in the world that we haven't even gone to yet here. Uh, let's find out Adam's what's on the ocean find floor. The lost city of Atlantis. Let's yeah, let's let's cross that weird physics gap where we can't really go so far down into the water. I'll just throw money at it. Maybe we don't even have materials on this planet and that's the problem. We can't get down into Mariana's trench to the fucking bottom or some shit. I don't know. Uh but you know, that would be what I'd be interested in doing is exploring the planet for what, you know, we we have here cuz we don't even know really anything. <laughs> we think we do, we don't really know dick about our own world. So let's keep it here. Uh, and, and that would be pretty much what, what I would do, uh, is just, it's the same thing. It's self, self-actualization. And then, yeah, I guess, I, I mean, world hunger, cancer, the whole fucking whatever it's, you know, sure. Of course, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. but, uh, yeah. And then I guess the thing like panic kind of touched on the whole thing of like, where do you start? If you have infinite money, where do you start to bring everyone else up to the point where, money isn't an issue or or society gets to the point because everybody is so fucking intelligent well, I wasn't that even going can, that far i'm like let's just get the first step all right yeah <laughs> well exactly a little bit like less the, stupid the, yeah like and some people would 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 say well you know throwing money at at the school system doesn't necessarily work because we you know some places yeah. already get lots of money and they don't do all that well it's but not here's necessarily, the problem yeah, the, the, it's not necessarily that the money is the problem, it's the people that are taking up the jobs. And as it stands mm. right now, it's how the money is distributed. So if the teachers who are actually teaching are given appropriate compensation for what they're fucking doing, and given enough teachers so that they're not 46 kids to one fucking teacher, and all these other small things, given giving a higher probability that people that are actually good at teaching and who want to teach will go into the system because it's not nearly fucking impossible and doesn't pay enough for a lot of people, then maybe then that's that's the part or the start of the solution. But then some people well, would say, well, ways. if they're given too much money, everybody wants to be a teacher because the money's so fucking good. So, so well, that's you part know. of it. Like, part of it's fixing the resource allocation problem so that, you know, that, you know, not, and that's like a more of a, more of a micro level 
discussion, you know, per region or whatever, you do the resource allocation. Um, for me personally, I was thinking about it on the more macro level where it's the big picture. Because a lot of the problem is how we're teaching, how, you know, these programs are put together. It's like, you know, it's all doing, you know, teaching for the test, teaching for the next step. It's not, you know... So, like, they haven't – a lot of people don't pay for those studies. They don't do the analysis for, you know, what is really the effective ways to teach, um, you know, for, you know, different age groups. You know, so I'm thinking more, you know, do the analysis, spend the money on that research and figure out Mm -hmm. what's the best way for each individual. Because it might not be one through six, seven through 12 college. It might be first, second, you know, whatever. Figure that out and then come up with a way to restructure the system so that it benefits, you know, the students that way. And then also deal with, you know, make people want to be teachers. How do you do that other than necessarily just money? How do you make it more engaging, more fulfilling? You know, how do you make it not be, you know, churn out ridiculously crazy people, you know, who don't do the analysis <laughs> and just listen to whatever alternative facts are thrown at them? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's home life shit involved in that too, yeah. but teachers definitely go oh, a yeah. long way with that. What's, that's sure. what's our, what's our, before I turn this into politics, cause you know, that's where I'll go if we don't get oh, off this God, topic. Let's get another there. question. All right. Um, ay, ay, ay. there's not a whole lot here. Um, that's worth go back if you need about. to. Yeah, I, I will go back. Um, I guess I, I guess uh, I'll go with I'll go with this, and we talk about politics a little bit. But um, I'll, I'll behave myself as best I can. What's with weed legalization? I mean, if we're <laughs> we're gonna go down, we're gonna go down this road, and we'll keep it as as uh, well, this one's pretty easy as possible. I guess I guess my thing is for I, I'll ask Adam because I don't actually I don't think Adam and I have really talked about it in any great detail. Um, what is, what is your opinion on the legalization of weed? Do you think it should be legalized? Um, whether you care or not, because that's kind of irrelevant. Um, Mm -hmm. do you think it's a good thing? Do you think it's a bad thing? Um, what do you think? Uh, so I guess to start with the, the, with weed itself, like what, what my thoughts are on weed, because it kind of influences obviously the rest of that question, right? Like, what do I actually think about it being legalized? Like if we were talking about black tar heroin and all of a sudden the government's yeah. like, shit, yeah, we should get in on that fire. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's a different story, but you know, this is, this is weed. Um, personally, honest to God, whether it was weed or black tar heroin, I don't give a shit what anyone does in their own time, in their own home, uh, you know, unless my only caveat, this goes for drugs, this goes for alcohol, which is technically a drug anyway, this goes for weird fucking fetishes, this whatever the hell it is, as long as you're not hurting another person, if you're only fucking your own shit up, yep, thumbs up, have fun, from the peanut yeah, have gallery, fun. have fun, you wanna, you wanna go do some weird kooky shit, you'd go do some weird kooky shit, that's, that's on you, but the moment... And I'm not talking physically, but like if you're in a home and you've got kids or whatever and you can't take care of them properly or you're lashing out at them because of what you're doing or whatever, there's more than just physical harm. As long as it's only you getting fucked up, go nuts. Don't fucking care. Weed as a thing, I've got loads of friends that do it, loads of friends who don't. I, uh, I've i got friends that have... have 
that have attempted to approach Snoop Dogg in terms of how much they put away in the run of a day. I've got friends that only do it on the occasional time. You know, it's whatever. It's a puffin or whatever. Um, in that same group, I've got people that have I've literally watched become paranoid, uh, like borderline skits, um, uh, like it's uh, so paranoid that that they become conspiracy theorists. Every and and it almost exclusively, as much as a lot of weed smokers don't want to admit it, it affects everybody differently. I know enough people that have done it. There are groups that as soon as they got into it and started smoking it like crazy, my God, for whatever it is, whether it's the culture or not, they, they literally put themselves in a bubble and went crazy with conspiracies because they became super paranoid. I know people that could be like Snoop Dogg, that smoke fucking their body weight and dope in a fucking day, and they can functionally, and you wouldn't know, if you couldn't smell them from four kilometers away, you wouldn't have a damn clue <laughs> that they smoke weed. So there is a bit of a spectrum to it. And the same goes for any substance. People can be functional alcoholics. And the people that drink alcohol on the regular, they go downtown and they fucking get slammed. And they're like, nah, man, I'm good. Probably not. But there is a range for everything. So I say all that to say this. If the government gets involved with something like this, it does a couple of things. One, it at the very least provides a, a way of regula uh, regulating what is in the weed to begin with because some people mix that shit up just like with any other drug and and uh, it's while, while weed is on the probably lower end of the scale of what can get mixed in with it that will fuck your day up, it's not like Coke or some other shit where people mix stuff in that will literally just fucking straight kill you if you do, if you take it at the wrong time. It will at least clean that up. So in that regard, thumbs up. In another thumbs up, this shit is going to be sold whether the government is involved or not. We've seen that now. It's not going to suddenly stop. If the government gets involved in it, and we do have those upsides, we also get tax dollars on all this shit, which is positive for everyone else in the country. Everybody was already smoking it. Shit, now we actually get some tax dollars out of it. Even better. That's better for the infrastructure and everything else that we can do for every other person in the country that doesn't the even smoke the weed to begin with. The the income from the taxes will pay any cost from any programs you put in place for anyone who wants to get like if you have to come up like if you if you do legalize, for example, the harder drugs and you do have to do rehab programs or whatever the money you make from the taxes from it will help pay for those and cover those to help, you know, in those cases. It opens up a lot of different avenues to be useful. And the tax dollars in general in the places that they have legalized it have been ridiculously high. And it's been, it's been helping closing major budget holes, which is awesome for everyone. Plus, mm -hmm. like you said, the quality is, you know, it, it's, it becomes more controlled um, in that, you know, you know you're getting a certain standard of stuff, which is good. You know, it's it's beneficial for everyone. Plus, the government gets a cut of the pie. Yeah, I, I'm I'm 100 percent for legalization of weed. I think it's long overdue. Um, I almost put it at I, I I literally as crazy as it sounds, I put it right up there with gay marriage. I mean, it's you let people do what they want to do. I mean, if they want to smoke a joint at the end of a day or in the middle of a day, or they want to do a wake and bake. You know, if somebody wants to marry somebody that they love who gives a fuck about the gender, it's none of your business. You know, it is what it is. They're not hurting anyone. They're not hurting anybody. That's, and that that's, is where it falls into my category, right? That's literally where, where I'm at, too. Now, I will say this. 
I will say this, and this is where I'll probably piss some people off, and I don't care uh, because it's just how I feel. If you are getting fucking baked out of your mind and you want to go and you want to drive your car, I actually have a problem with that because you are under the influence. Now you're I don't care. I don't care if you say, dude, I've been driving high for years. It makes you a better driver. You're more aware. Ain't nobody getting in any kind of car crashes when they're baked. Listen, if you're under the influence, because that's what marijuana does to you, it that's why people smoke it, because you get under the influence of marijuana. Whether that makes you paranoid, whether that makes you mellow, whether that makes you fucking hungry, sleepy, whether that helps a cancer, whatever the case may be. If you're driving baked, it is a should be a crime. You should be punished for it. Treat it like alcohol. Uh, it should be exactly treated like alcohol. It's no different. I don't give a fuck what kind of weed high horse your ass is on. If you don't consider marijuana at the same level of intoxication as as booze, just because you may not be stumbling all over the place, just because you may not oh, be impaired slower. in terms of your vision, you, you listen, it fucks with your system. It just does. And it sure booze may be, you know, obviously a more intense to some people. I mean, I don't know. Somebody might smoke a joint and be fucking wrecked. I, I mean, I haven't smoked weed in over almost six years. So I I actually ha- I, I, I don't know how I would be on like smoke. I don't even remember. I just remember being paranoid and hungry. Uh, that's pretty <laughs> much it. But I know for sure the last time I smoked weed, I smoked it at my old work when I quit my job and there is a zero, zero probability of me being able to drive my car. I would be fucked. Like I, everything around me would, I I would be paranoid. I'd be slow. I I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd probably crash. Seriously. I actually think I could drive better, like buzzed up on booze than what I would be when I was high. Uh, and that's mainly because I don't, I don't smoke weed, but I am for it a hundred percent. If you treat it with respect and you're doing it on your own time and you have a designated driver or you're off your high or whatever the case may be, or there'll obviously be a breathalyzer of some sort that you'll be able to blow into. So they'll take your, you know, THC levels or however they, they, they do these things. Then I am all for it, dude. I listen. Get fucking baked out of your mind. There's nothing wrong with it. I have family. I have friends that get high on the regular. When people, when I have boys come over and we do UFC night, 30, 30 uh, I was going to say 30, 75% of them are outside getting baked. I mean, it's what they do, <laughs> and I'm all for it. I just don't partake in it because it's not my thing. You know, uh, it's just not, it's just, I, I don't enjoy how it makes me feel, whether it's legal or not. But I think as as long as people respect it for a drug, because I know when when you say marijuana, like it's not a drug, it's a plant, you know, it's different. You know, you've always got that guy or that gal that'll that'll do it. Listen, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. But when I don't care how much weed you've smoked and how good of like I know I listen, I have friends that get baked and you would never even know they're fucking normal guys. Yep. They'll drive their car. They'll do They'll they'll go to school. They'll learn. They'll do everything baked, but they smoke so much that it doesn't really affect them 
the way that it would somebody that casually does it. But I think when you legalize it, I know when you legalize something like that, just because you may be the unexception or you may be uh, you may have a higher tolerance or you may be good at it. It's like it's like it's like a gun owner. You know how many phenomenal gun owners are there in America that have their guns and safes? They have their licenses. They are, are there to protect them and their family. They don't go out and fucking kill people. They don't go out and, and, and do crazy shit with their guns. There are much infinitely more responsible people than not. And there's a reason why there's laws because there's always fucking idiots and crazies and morons that'll kill people, whether it's with a gun or high as a kite in a car and going to kill somebody because they can't focus on the road. There has to be exceptions. And just because you may be a seasoned weed smoker or a seasoned drinker or whatever the case may be, you have to have the the uh, the 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 mental capacity and the compassion and get off your ass to realize that you are not the center of the fucking universe. Get over yourself. And yes, just because there's other morons out there, that sometimes means that you have to make a small sacrifice. And if that means you can't drive your Honda Civic SI down the highway high as fuck, then don't do it. Go smoke your weed on your back porch, in your house, at your buddy's house, outside, at the schoolyard. Get off your high horse and don't bitch when you get pulled over and arrested or fined or killed from smoking weed. I don't care how good you are. Other than that, legalize it. It's going to be great for the, the economy. I'm thumbs up. What about you, well, then. Um, I'm actually in the camp. Um, treated like I've always been in the treated like alcohol camp. Um, very similar to you. It, there's more benefits in having it legalized because you can monitor it, you can regulate it, you can tax it, um, and it's out in the open. Um, it's much easier to you know deal with in that situation. Um, it also reduces income and money going to much more questionable sources. Um, just at a practical level, that's a much better situation to be in. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, my my opinion on it isn't really that much more nuanced than what you guys had and isn't it funny i'm just going to throw this out here because uh, i'm already seeing some in the in the comment section i'm sure we're going to see it on youtube isn't it funny how fucking stoners turn into a statistic cyclopedia where they just throw in percentages <laughs> become super fucking, smart about it you know it's it's like crazy gun owners that are like four guns and you can't fucking say anything they it doesn't matter it doesn't fucking matter what you say. They just can't use their fucking brain for more than two seconds and get off of their own personal agenda. It is absolutely ridiculous. When somebody in chat says there is a 0% statistic of somebody getting into a car accident while stoned, you're fucking stoned. Piss off. <laughs> Dude, Sorry. I had somebody, I had somebody in, in my stream chat yesterday literally defend the police officer that just got off the hook for shooting that dude in the car a year ago. I can't remember the seven guy's name times. right now. Yeah, seven times. We yeah. shot seven, he hit four. <sighs> I had somebody literally sit I'm gonna, there I'm gonna... and just defend that shit 
for like uh, forever and ever and i was just like i can't i can't i can't meet where you want me to meet i think you've actually I'm gone going off the to split the difference here because um i'm going to defend part of it and not another part of it um the first part of it is that dude fucked up like royally he should have been charged and he should have been found guilty um not for the reason you think but because uh you know I, for me personally, I feared for my life is not an excuse because they get the training for it. Um, they need to have a slightly higher bar than that. But I am completely on his side um, for the number of rounds and all of that because, and again, thank God no one else in the car got hit, right? But situation like that, again, reason I'm saying it is I've experienced something similar Um from my past, because I I did the um, I did police firearms training, the police explorer when I was in high school. I've gone through those kind of simulations where they put you through full scenarios where the simulation shoots back. You're in. You have to like react in the moment. And surprisingly enough, at the end of like when um, me I watched I watched about five people do it. I did it myself, and we all had the same reaction coming out of it at the end of it. It's like we had no idea. Um, the gun I was using for the simulation held about 16 rounds or something. Um, I emptied it in under three seconds. Like that was the show. And in my simulation, the guy pulled a knife, jumped at me. You know, I emptied it under two seconds. Um, the guy seeing me do it, he was the next guy who went was itchy on the trigger finger. That guy pulled out a friggin' baguette from his pants. It was the weirdest thing ever, but guy unloaded full empty clip in the guy under two seconds. It, and he, by the time he realized what happened, it was like, Oh shit. Um, and then one of the cops actually came and showed. He's like, look, I'm going to draw and I'm going to shoot, shoot at the guy, but I'm only going to shoot once or twice. Right. And the simulation shoots back. So you can tell if you got hit or not based on, you know, where you're hitting the guy and you know, the guy will react and fall. So the cop, uh, the actual officer went, he drew, Shot the guy twice, stopped, and while the guy was, you know, the guy wasn't incapacitated. Because one, cop didn't know exactly where he hit or not if he hit incapacitated. And two, the guy still had time. Like, it's not like the movies where they instantly go down or whatever, or they instantly die. The guy straight up in the simulator shot him three or four times. Okay. So oh, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm you, not I'm a, even, I'm boat, dude, I'm, I'm about to I'm fucking run a Adam, train you know, you on your what, ass. Adam, no, you Adam, guys can go at me. It's fine. I actually don't even know it's worth, bro, because uh, because I this just, this I uh, you know what this is gonna uh, turn out really bad. I think I actually legitimately disagree with everything you just said, but I'm <laughs> uh, but I am but I am I I'm actually gonna x this out. We're gonna literally move on because if we go down this road, it'll it's be a badly. road. And trust me, I want to say a lot, but for the for the sake of the podcast and this and this. I don't want to get enough. this serious because That's it's going to, I respect what you, what you said, but I'm just going to, I'm going to X you this disagree. out. If you want to, if you want to talk about it outside of this, then I will. But cause I know Adam can go and I know I'm going to go and I just, you know what? At the end of the day, it was unfortunate. Somebody lost their life and that, you know, that is a horrible thing. And you know, we, we feel for the person, for his family, the, the poor girl, the little girl that was in the car while that happened, it was absolutely atrocious. I remember seeing that thing uh, like a year ago when it was on Facebook Live. It was horrible. Um, there's no right 
there's no wrong. Oh, there's a lot of wrong, but there's no right. Um, and, and whether there's wrong on both sides, it was just wrong. It was an unfortunate thing. I think if you want to hear more about this, you can literally cho- tune on at any news place right now. Yeah. And everybody is having a fucking field day with this one. And I know it's hard to bite. It's hard to bite it. But I'm just going to exit out, boys. Just give me this one. I'm just going to exit this one out. And let's we'll just go. move on. And you know what? I oh think we God. did good with the weed one too. All right. I think we did yep. good with with the weed one. All right. Let's just. Oh my God. Let's just get. Too far. I know, Adam. Well, well, I, I trust me. I know because I when he was going, I know. I want. I want. It's to not too. even a panic. It's not even a panic. It's not even it's a panic. Fine. I want to say fine. a very small piece. I want to say a very small oh piece. Oh my about God. This. Adam, I'm not gonna. Adam. I'm not gonna go crazy about it. Here's the thing. This is what I wanted to address. There are people that are that are saying that both sides were at fault. Right, that the guy in the car did something wrong, and that the cop did Dude something wrong. The car did nothing wrong. <laughs> okay, the guy, the guy in the car. What they usually, what they, what I've been hearing nice. when they when they defend this is if, if the guy in the car, the thing that he did wrong is that when the police officer was asking for him to not reach for it, whatever it was, the cop obviously thought it was the gun. The guy in the car thought he was going for his license. Whatever the hell was happening there, apparently. Not that we have a camera that shows this exact action happening necessarily. He kept going for it at the time. That's like the one one thing that I could maybe make a case for that he did not completely by the book because literally everything else, 99.99999 Hitler 999 percent he did better than literally everyone else in that situation would have ever possibly done on the policeman's side there is a fucking santa's naughty list of shit oh he done fucked up that he could have done differently in that exact situation that literally anyone with a brain larger than my left nutsack could have fucking come up with. Even if both sides are at fault, the cop is still the one ultimately responsible for what goes down in that situation because there was no weapon drawn. He was even informed by the guy. Sir, it wasn't even, you know, I've got a gun. I just want to let you know. It was, sir, I'm going to blow you if you need me to because I'm black at a fucking traffic stop. But I just want to let you know, I have, I'm carrying, I'm concealed carry right now. I wasn't going to go that far. He, is, but, he okay. is in the car with his wife and baby daughter in broad fucking daylight. What exactly lottery struck by lightning chance is there that this guy is going to Pull out a gun that he has told the cop he is concealed carrying and light this fucking cop up like a Christmas tree and drive off like Bonnie and Clyde and fucking run away to Mexico. What exactly are the odds of that happening? I'll tell you, it's basically zero. Even if that was the case and something was going to go down, all the policeman has to do in this situation, the moment the guy says, I'm concealed carry, you don't ask for his license at that point. You know why? Think about this. Logic train. What does somebody have to do to gain their license to give to you? Jeff, can you answer? What do you have to do? What do you, Adam, what I, do, you I, do? I'm not here. I'm not here to answer. 
I'm not here to answer anything. I gotta anything go, boys. Because... I gotta blow. I gotta all go. Right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Panic Good luck with whatever, yeah. whatever that is, Panic. Uh, Hopefully it's nothing but serious. But yes, Adam, Adam, uh, I'm... I just didn't want to go down the road. I, although you're not no, making, no, you're not, you're not, I'm not, not ma- making I'm not, sense. But I'm just, you know, I, I, what I know, you, what, what I know where you you're do? going. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. You, you're you going. do what you, you take, you take these things here with opposable thumbs called hands, and then you, you go for the object in which it has been requested of you to display it. Now, if the policeman is concerned that this black man with his family in broad daylight is going to reach for his already disclosed concealed carry to shoot him in broad daylight for everyone to see, then you don't ask for the license where he can take his his hands that God's gifted him to turn doorknobs and use for a spoon and fork and reach for his license to give it to him. That actually creates a problem whereby the policeman has to either ask him to not reach for it because he's not sure if he's going for the license or a gun... Not that he's likely actually going for his gun. Instead, you do this. Thank you for informing me that you are concealed carry right now. What I need you to do is I need you to roll your window down. I need you to put your hands on your head. I am going to open the door for you. You leave your hands on your head and exit the vehicle. I'm then going to cuff you. And get the license myself because I am concerned about the situation in which I am stopping a black guy on the side of the street who has got a concealed carry. You know what that situation does? It eliminates him having to reach for anything short of his own dick. And it gets him out of the car and cuffed, eliminating all threats unless the child in the back crawls over the seat, gets out of the car, grabs daddy's gun and lights that motherfucker up in broad daylight and then the kid jumps in the fucking driver's seat and takes off to Mexico to live out the rest of their fucking life. But instead, instead, this guy asks for his license and then when the guy goes for it, he says, don't reach for it. Now, in the place, even if you're a white dude pulled over in traffic and this cop is asking you, and don't, don't reach for it because you've got a concealed carry. So you don't want to get the cops scared because cops in the States right now don't have a particularly phenomenal reputation for anything escalating violence. It's just, I, I feel you. I feel you, Adam. I feel you. So this happens. Then the cop says, so the cop says, don't, don't reach for it. What do you do? You get concerned because this is a cop that's now concerned that you're reaching for your gun. But you don't know. He still wants your license. So shit gets a little... Con- like you get confused. You've got your baby in the back. You've got your wife on the side. Everyone's black as the fucking night in the car. And they're already shitting themselves that the hand of the fucking God's going to come down on their ass for being a different color. And then he goes for it because it's confusion. And the cop is raising his voice. Now you're getting even more scared. Shit's getting even more tense. The cop is probably, at this point, when you listen to the video, he actually, the cop sounds scared. The cop sounds fucking terrified at that point in the video. And when you see a person in power like a cop scared, and you've got concealed, and you're black, and he's asking for your license, and all this shit's going down. It's all fucking crazy. What happens? What fucking happens? The cop loses it. He takes out his gun, and he shoots the guy. But he doesn't shoot to disable or even wait to see if the first shot disabled. 
he because he's scared, he unloads half of the available bullets in his gun before he realizes that he should probably stop. Seven bullets are fired, four of which go into the man, and thank God, if anybody believes him or not, fuck it, thank God not one bullet touched a hair on that baby's head. And the cop, you know, realizes, I just fucked up. And the most, the most depressing thing, or one of the most depressing things of this whole video, is that despite the fact that this woman and child just witnessed the end of their husband and father's life, the woman is still, yes, sir, please, sir, may I have another? Because she knows now that this guy is fucking juiced up. He's fucking. He's he doesn't know mind. when you've when you've just killed a man, unless you're a cold-hearted fucking asshole, which I don't believe this cop is in any no. way, shape, or form. He got no. fucking scared. He just took the wrong fucking path of logic here. He got scared. She has to know. There's a couple of scenarios here. I either get out of this shit alive. And I get to raise my daughter. Or if I overreact right now. I'm dead. My husband's corpse still has a gun on it. For all I know, he's going to think that I'm reaching for my husband's gun to defend the fact that I, or I just witnessed him kill my husband. So I have to be, yes, sir. Please, sir. May I have another for the rest of this entire thing? And then watch the other police officer take my child out of the car from behind me. Which is unbelievably scary just to watch. I don't even have kids. If I did, I'd probably have thrown myself off a fucking roof watching that shit. And the secondary depressing thing about all this is that what has everyone been saying about situations like this in America as a theme for the last couple of years? Just give all cops body cameras strap them to their chest press the record button and if they go and go on a power trip like they you know some people have been increasingly doing so or at least being caught doing so now it's not like this is new then we'll have video evidence it'll be an open and shut case put them in front of a jury of their peers and we'll just deal with it at that point we'll review the evidence and what happened in this situation Luckily, because it was a traffic stop, there is a camera on the dash. And it recorded video and audio of this whole fucking situation. And we witness it. And what happens? The fucking cop walks away. So now, the, the problem with this whole scenario, other than the fact that it's completely fucked up in every way, shape, or form, is where does the public, specifically the black community, or not white, I'm not just going to say black, because the, it's not just black. If you even have a skin tone, but you went down south for too long, my dad go down south too long, he come back Jamaican. Anyone... This is a heavy tan. You're fucked. Any, heavy tan. Anyone. Now, what, where do you go from there? You just witnessed a black guy follow everything to a T, to the point where things were getting escalating and both sides were panicking, unfortunately, one guy had, had, was in a standing position over top of another with a gun much more readily available to him, and he just, he, it happened. 
So where, where do people go from there? What do you, how are you supposed to react to this? The cop walks away. There's no recourse. So even if this cop could have been dealt with differently or could have handled this differently, or even if this shows that there, is, there are many faults within the drafting process for how you even become a police officer in the first place throughout the states and other places in the world. We won't even fucking confine this to the states, but unfortunately, we're in the states right now. Even if that's the case. There's no recourse. So the cops that are out there, and you know they exist because everybody in any position can be a power-hungry fucking trip show. Doesn't matter if you're a cop, if you're a fucking fireman, if you're a fucking, uh, you could be your manager at your local fucking Safeway. I don't really care. Everyone goes on power trips. There are other cops that will abuse situations. We've seen it happen already. And now they get to see this as precedent? This dude literally... Didn't just shoot once to kill a... He shot this guy fucking four times, seven bullets in total, point blank at a traffic stop with a kid and a wife in a car. Where now is the legal precedent set for anyone who actually enacts some sort of inner racism or, or, or assesses the situation incorrectly? The precedent now is, fuck it, if the cop says he was scared for his life, yeah. pass him out the door. And that is the scariest part of this whole situation. If you want to defend the cop, go ahead. I don't, just like Jeff said, he didn't care about his thing. I don't fucking care. I think you're completely, have you, or your vacuum in your head where your brain should be. You've lost the net. You've gone off the deep end. You're, you're in another fucking universe where shit that doesn't make sense does make sense. You're in the fucking town in SpongeBob where everybody talks like this. That's where I think you're currently at because there's no way that you could logically look at this where the cop is somehow okay. Pretty much period. So yeah, that's my take. That's I, I, my calm yeah. take on it. I'm not trying to like incite shit despite the fact I just call people retarded uh, like underhanded, but still <laughs> that is crazy to me. It's crazy. Well, I mean, yeah, I, 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 listen, I, I, it's not that I, trust me, I do care. And, uh, I, I, I didn't mean I don't care. I just mean, I didn't want to get into such a serious debate, uh, or not. I don't even think it's really a debate, um, in this specific thing. Um, because, you know, each, each case is different. Um, there are times where somebody Hispanic or black gets shot down and killed and they're playing with fire. You know, they were, they maybe had a weapon on them. They were running from the cops. They were acting sketchy. You know, if you do the crime, you're going to do the time sometimes. Does that mean I believe that somebody should be killed? Absolutely not. But each case is different. Um, this was obviously an error on the police officer. I agree. Uh, it was a horrible thing. It's definitely a problem in America. I think it's not even just America. It's a problem in general. But I think we also have to realize that Police officers are human beings, and although we want to put all police under the same umbrella, every person is different, and every person is going to act in their own way under certain set of circumstances, um, and it just so happened that this was horrible. Uh, it was just, you know, you, you, I'm not going to add any more to what you said because I think you, you pretty much nailed everything that I would say. Um, I do want to say, though, that I do feel for police officers. Um, they are put in a very horrible situation almost daily. 
not only Absolutely. do they or do they have everybody watching them, but they also have bad people knowing that they have everybody watching them. Um, and the vast majority of officers are great people who do their job day in and day out, who risk their lives and lose their lives to people um, doing their job and protecting and serving. It just so happens that there are people that don't deserve a badge, that don't deserve to be protecting anybody because at the end of the day, they're only protecting themselves. They're not and – th- and of course, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to protect you and your partner and the people around. But I think some of these people um, are in it for themselves. Um, and of course, there is that power trip thing, especially when you're the law of all things. Um, it can be a scary thing. It was very unfortunate. I didn't want to talk about it that long because I, I did talk about this uh, with you know some family members, um, but everybody's talking about it, you know, because it's the thing, and and you know it can make that that argument that well, if we never talk about it, it never gets handled. Um, that is true, but I think that the, everybody's talking about it. I think me voicing my opinion about it um, isn't really going to change anything, uh, even though I do have a voice. We both do, and we're, we're in a platform, but I think. It's self-explanatory what happened, um, but yeah, I I I don't have anything else to add because I I think you 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 hit the nail on the head. Yeah. I it was I'm not horrible. trying to black fucking, I'm not trying to blacklist all police. Just in this specific situation, it just it just <coughs> it just really bothered me. Yeah, how many well, how many excuses? Too, it's like it, it added another you know, layer of. Of wow, I'm not you know, I'm uh, not a cop. I didn't even think that long about it. And all you do is you have to take take the power in your hands. You get the guy out of the car, you cuff him, you take the license yourself. If he's concealed carry and you're concerned about it, that's what you do. Well, uh, the reality just, is, Adam. Here it is. Here it is. I'm gonna throw this out. And we're gonna move on. The reality is, he got caught up in the moment. He got yeah. very scared. You could yeah. tell. And his partner, yeah, who was his demeanor was like a regular. Routine yeah. traffic stop. It yeah. went from zero to one thousand and eighty in in thirty seconds. And even yeah. when the shots went off, the other officer had no fucking clue why it happened or anything like that. It was a surprise to everybody. I think it's pretty evident that the police officer that shot him overreacted, got scared. Uh, you know, you know, jumped the gun. You know, horrible pun, but uh. He just, it was the moment. Do I know how I would act in that moment? I don't know. I mean, for me, I would like to think that I would do, have done everything that you just said. But like I've, like I've said before, when you have a gun, and that's why I'm not a big fan on guns to begin with, when you have a gun, you just don't know how you will act in certain situations, whether you have the best interest of you or someone else. In the heat of the moment, things can happen. And your body can just do things out of reaction, uh, fear, whatever the case may be. Um, and that's the show. It was horrible. Uh, once again, we feel for everybody involved. Uh, and and hopefully we will continue uh, to fight the good fight and, and hope that th- things will, will change. I mean, there's we could get angry about it. 
and it is very, very, very. It could infuriate. Well, it's a charged topic, uh, right? Yesterday, yeah. I went. I was. I talked about it on my stream yesterday. Oh, I'm sure. Full disclosure. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. And I, I lost my mind because, like, I don't. I, I mean, I stopped caring about some of this shit a long time ago. But the, you know, uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. And I agree with what you're saying. It's crazy in a situation. Stuff gets crazy, but that's exactly why. In that moment, as a police officer, well, there's training and stuff for those sort of things yeah, too, right? There, like there's where, training where, for those circumstances. But then again, no matter how much you train, when you're put into a real life situation, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. But then you got to ask yourself, well, how many routine traffic stops did he that has he done in his career? It's not like anything is different. It just so happens he's black, and he told you that he has a gun on him. And I think the combination of both, whereas like he's black, and you also heard the fact that he's got a gun. I mean, the reality of it is, man, uh, and I don't want this to turn into another charge topic, there is a fear of minorities. It's just the way the world works. I mean, I'm a fucking harmless dude. Most people that know me know I don't really have a bad bone in my body. I don't think I could hurt somebody uh, unless I was defending myself or someone I loved if I tried. And the reality of it is, is there's a fear, uh, whether it is a, a straight up, like I am scared of somebody that isn't me well, uh, or isn't young. like me and, and the portrayal of African Americans or, or Hispanics. Um, and, and there's this, this stereotype and yes, there is truth to almost all stereotypes. Yes. In certain parts of the world, there, there are bad minorities. There are bad ca Caucasians, but the reality of it is, is there is a fear of minorities. And if everybody listening can really truly ask themselves, and I and maybe even Adam can admit it, that if you are in an area and you are around a bunch of black guys who are dressed urban and it is in a setting that is unsettling, you're probably going, and you've made this joke at the beginning of a noise, you're probably going to walk to the other side of the road, not because you fear mm -hmm, for your life. Mm -hmm. It's just because, well, I am just feel safer over there. It's not that... I, I think these guys are going to kill me or rob me, but what if they do? If I'm walking down the street and there's a group of just white dudes wearing fucking golf tees and and they're just chilling, uh, I'm not going to go anywhere. But even as a black man, I would be a liar if I haven't said that I have been in situations where people just look the part and you feel uh, uneasy about it. It's, it's human nature, and there is just a fear of of minorities uh, in general. It's not even just a problem in America. It's just an issue in general. Uh, and that's, I think, where it all stems. And now, of course, you know, the Muslim thing, but that's a whole other thing. But it's, it's, it's just how the world is right now. And will it ever change? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but that's just how it is. But anyway, I digress. Let's get to another motherfucking topic. Let's, Let's go. just jump into gotta, something gotta, else. Gotta, a little a more lighthearted. You got a uh, you got a question lined up? I don't. Um, <laughs> but, uh, let's go with. We already did the lottery one. We're running out of questions. Maybe even some people in chat can like uh, fire out some things. Uh, if got, you I've made, got, yeah, go ahead. If you had to make three million in fifty-two weeks or be killed, how would you do it? 
that's coming from Miyagi himself, the god. Oh, God, okay. Uh, I would hold Miyagi hostage. <laughs> and you get the three million. I get the three million <laughs> instantly. No, I don't. Oh, I don't shit. know. I mean, there's. No, I mean, if there was a, if there was a like a fast way to make three million dollars. Oh, in, legally, in that he said time, legally. Does it say legally? legally? Did I skip that part? All right, I blow. It doesn't for, say legally in the million. question, Miyagi. It doesn't say legally, but sure. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, does it does it count if I were to go to the states and slip on? Like uh, a cup in McDonald's and sue is that like is that count as fraud or is that a legal thing? Uh, I mean, you know that that's a this is a loaded this is this is a tough question because if legitimately I could make three million dollars in fifty two weeks legally, why wouldn't I just go do that right yeah, now? Like that's, I don't that's have the I don't the I actually don't know. Because illegally, I can think oh, of about a yeah, bajillion ways that you can make $3 million. But legally, shit, if I knew that answer, I would be on my way. I'd be like, guys, the podcast has got to end. <laughs> I'm going to start my $3 million journey in 52 weeks. Yeah, there's not really any, there's not really any legal ways that you just jump on that train and, and, and fucking hit the road. You're, you're like, I mean, you're looking at like a Fortune, a Fortune 25 CEO like you're you're not you're not like you're not getting yeah. there doing some you know philanthropic nonsense you're you're not saving the world one bottle of water at a time here I mean, you're I mean I guess you could like gamble it but it's kind of that's kind of like a, a cheating because you're more we likely never said how much money we we had to, to we had to start so if that's the case you know you could just put three million dollars down on black and if that didn't work, then put three, you know, six million dollars down on black the next time, and so on and so forth. But you know, that's that's just loopholes. Fifty-two um, weeks. That's a year. Just a year. Should might as well yeah. just said a year. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. I I mean, I guess I could I could ask like PewDiePie to let me use his YouTube channel for a, for a year <laughs> or something. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd probably generate enough views. I guess. What do you do in in a year? For three million dollars. Oh, here's one. Um, here, here's one. Um, as a Canadian, buy foreign currency because our dollar mm. fucking blows. But again, you have to have a it's bunch of, of those, money. But we don't know. You'd have to have yeah. You'd have to have a shit to make three million. Make you'd have back. to buy a lot of currency. So and then you'd also have it also have to rise at some point too because our dollar's been bad for a while. Yeah. So I'd, it'd be kind of a gamble to think in fifty two weeks you could you could turn over three million. But yeah, that's I mean it's definitely a definitely hmm that's tough man that's tough that I is don't tough know, maybe somebody in the comment section will know. That is we'll tough. Think of a, well, a an idea. I mean, I could think of ways to make three million dollars in you know ten years, or sure. you know twenty years, but in fifty two weeks, damn, damn, I don't know. I have no idea. I'd I'd, I'd ask Beastall and Miyagi for their jobs for fifty two <laughs> weeks, I guess, and Done. see what happens. See if I can we do made what it, they boys. do. <laughs> we made it. Uh, all right. Here's um, another question. What do you Here's got? Question. Uh, I've heard, this is another one from Sergeant Dragon. I've heard people call some games not really games. 
like those choose your own adventure games. I'm guessing like he's talking like Heavy Rain um or like the Telltale yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um calling them interactive storybooks. What uh what do you what to you guys or what do you guys think a game has to do to qualify as a game? For example, are action sequences required? Um I mean, I consider the Telltale games a game. I consider any type of interaction uh a game. I mean, I, I, I consider a board game a game. Uh, it's just, it's a, it's a game. It just so happens that one's in video form. Uh, if we want to get technical mm. about it, are they, are they the most, you know, <laughs> technically sound stuff or challenging? No, but they're, they're more of, of driv like a story driven interactive, um, uh, story, story, which book. is exactly what he just said in the, in the, in the question, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but does but, that I mean, disqualify it? Yeah, game. I was gonna say, does that disqualify it as a game? I don't think it does. No, no, I don't think no. so. Um, I don't. Think yeah, so. I, I I'm a, I'm in the I'm in the same boat there. I mean, um, it doesn't have to be a lot to be a video game, other than being in video form uh, and representing some sort of of interactivity for all intents and purposes. Um, you know, yeah, you, yeah, you'd be more apt to say the genre would be interactive. Uh, you know, novel or something like that. Um, but it's still technically a game. Um, yep. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see the, uh, I don't see how somebody could not, you know, want to call that a game because again, I guess where would the, where would the, the line be drawn? Do you, you know, <laughs> Do you have to be able to press A yeah, to jump I mean, more than five times? Like, is that when all of a sudden it becomes a game because you've arbitrarily had an action happen more than a set number of times uh, over the course of I the game? I feel like I feel like those type of games are the entry level of a video game. I think that's about as basic as it gets uh, without just simply watching, like you know, Final Fantasy. Uh, you know, animated movie or something like that. It's it's about as close as it gets. Uh, so I think it's like the entry into what would be considered a video game. If if you go any less than that, you're just watching cutscenes. And I mean that at that point, it, it's not a it's not a video game. You're just watch you're just watching a movie or or whatever. So, but yeah, it's definitely the borderline for me. And it's not my favorite genre. But if the story is really really good, then sure, you know, I'm down. I'm down to play it. Some of the the Telltale stuff was was pretty decent, and then usually they have a really good first few episodes because the story's fresh, and then they realize, oh shit, we need to make more of these to make more money, and they're selling well, so it just progressively yeah. gets. So dumber. somebody in chat, somebody in chat said, uh, I think one of the things that people um, use is is there a a, um, a way in which you can fail? Like, is there a fail condition in the game? Um, and since the telltale mm -hmm. games don't normally have that, that that's where people pick up on it. I, I mean, if that, that, that's a, I could see where they're coming from, but it's a pretty shit argument because there are all sorts of games where you die over and over again and it's still a game. I mean, shit. And there's no game. There's over no screen. game over yeah. screen, right? Like if that's the case, then go back to Mario on the Nintendo entertainment system or some shit where you literally have a limited number of lives. Uh, before you get set back to the beginning of the game, I mean, no, no game does that anymore. Um, 
or not, I shouldn't say no game, but it's not, it's not like it's a, a de facto standard. If that's the case, then I mean, even like nothing, Call of Duty's not a game, Halo's not a game, uh, Mass Effect's not a game, yeah. uh, the new Mario's aren't a game, like they, they, like, uh, that would be, that would be kind of nuts, um, at that point. Even Boshi, for God's sake, doesn't send you back to square one. I mean, there's, there's not really a lot of games that are, that are going on a true failure where, you have to start from square one. Not even the shit pile of a game Final Fantasy thirteen three is that I'm playing right now with Brian. That game, it's a Japanese RPG with a countdown timer. You are literally on a timer. Whoever thought wow. of that should be thrown off a building, but like, not even that game goes that ham. If you run out of time and you haven't finished the game... You do totally get set back to the very beginning of the game and have to do everything over again. But you at least keep your levels and your items, which is barely barely anything, really, in the grand scheme of things, that you're going to make somebody go through an entire JRPG again because they ran out of time in a timed Japanese RPG. But even a shithole like that still doesn't have a true failure point. So, yeah, I don't think that, I don't think that really stands to reason any more than, uh, than the whole... Uh, you know, storybook walkthrough thing. I don't think that really holds up. Mm. I think as long as it's an interactive mm. thing, is fuck it, it's a game of some kind. <laughs> Got a random question. Okay. From me. Okay, Mr. Black. Just random ass, ran, random ass, random What you question. got? What you got, bro? Marriage. Is it something that you think is and now for something completely different or is it one of those things that is whatever like is it is it one of those things that listen adam morehouse eventually has to be married one way or another it's got to happen or is it one of those things like eh? well you know if it does it does if it doesn't it doesn't or do i feel the desire that i have to uh any of that sort of thing and no pressure um, but it's one of those things where, cause some people go, listen, I don't need to be married. Like I can be with somebody and we don't need to have a ring on our finger or we can put a ring on our finger and it doesn't need to be like, you know, a legal thing. Um, because that's all it really, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, religious mm-hmm. people, there's obviously reasons for it, but, um, is it one of those things to, for you where it's like, I, I, I like I have to get mm. married. Like it's just it's one of those things, right? I have to do it. Uh, personally, yes. Like I, I I I want to be married. It doesn't really have anything necessarily to do with with me being Christian or some shit. It's more just the fact that I enjoy the thought of, um, like some people. Some people could say that you can totally commit to somebody without having a piece of paper. I don't consider, in my view, because I'm Christian, I don't consider marriage to just be a piece of paper. You know, that's something that you do if you want to get your tax write-offs or whatever the fuck you have. You know, your your government shit based on that. But even then, you can go common law and get some, if not all, depending on where you're living, uh, of the same benefits yeah. based on that shit. So personally, yeah, I, I want to because it's more than a piece of paper for me. Um, but marriage isn't for everybody, for sure. I mean, I think that'd be crazy to say marriage is for everybody. Uh, some people, I feel, um, personally require marriage because they would be insecure about their partner or perhaps even themselves. I'll even say that. 
about not being able mm. to stay committed if that commitment isn't in place, if they don't have that hanging over their head in some way. And I'm not talking about a prenup that's in the, in the partner's favor or some shit. I'm just saying like not being able to stay committed to a singular person because you don't have that in the relationship. I, I feel like there are a number of people that would rely on that to keep them in check. Some people recognize that some people wouldn't. But I don't think it's a necessity at all. There are loads of people all over the world that have been in super long-standing relationships with children and grandchildren and everything else, and they don't have a piece of paper, or or if even if it was not just a piece of paper, they haven't gone out of the way to have a marriage and you know have it all done up properly and been perfectly fine. Um, so. I don't, I don't think it is, but for me personally, yes, uh, absolutely. Not because I don't think I'd be able to fucking keep myself in check without being married, uh, but I just personally enjoy the idea of committing to somebody to that degree because it's more than a piece of paper to me. So that's, that's my take. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm married, so I mean, obviously I believe in marriage, but, um, yeah, but I feel yeah, like, but I feel like, like you have a you different know, view of marriage than I do, right? Like, if you could have got, if you could have gotten away I with do. not going yeah. through that, you probably would have. Um, I'm not sure. I, I I'm kind of, I'm kind of in your boat. Like, obviously, I'm not religious at all. Um, so I know that marriage is a religious thing. Um, you know, that's that's kind of where it all stems from. You know, there, there's, there's no human thing where it's like you know a guy and a girl get married and that's the show um so obviously i i didn't even get married in a church i mean we got married in a hotel uh so we're not religious neither of us and if kayla was i would respect that um and and i pr probably still would have as it is in fact i'm not sure i don't know if we would be married if we would even be together if she was religious i don't know if i'd be able to um i don't know if we'd be compatible at that point but that's a whole nother thing. I have no idea. Um, but for me, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like what you said where you, for me, it's more of a commitment to her, uh, that I am committed to her. And although it's just a ring, um, not only does that tell other people that, you know, I'm taken, I'm married. Um, although when you, when you do eventually get married, you're going to realize that this ring actually attracts people. the opposite yeah. where people legitimately, that uh, guy or girl is it, worth marrying. I should go after them. <laughs> yeah. That's legit. I shit you not, dude. It's yeah. like, it's that's reality. Um, you know, but for the vast majority of people, Especially when you get older, you notice these things. I mean, even when I wasn't married and I saw somebody that was really attractive um, or that I may have been attracted to physically, like, you know, you see somebody's like, whoa, man, she is gorgeous. Um, you look at their finger. You look at their left hand to see if they're married. And it's not even it's not even uh, because, oh, I'm going to make a move. It's just the thing you do. Um, you just look to see, you know, is there a lucky guy? that's got this girl or vice versa or whatever the case may be. So I, I like the fact that you, you have a ring on, it lets other people know that, Hey, you know, I'm taken so on and so forth. 
But uh, as as cheesy as it sounds, the 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 words that they use religiously about the bond and the message behind it, I get behind. So I get behind the the whole you know till death do us part, sick and in health, and uh, all those things because it's the truth. Um, I'm the type of guy that I I. I feel I've it's weird, man, because I've always been before I was I've always been in relationships. I mean, I was 15 years old. I was in a relationship for over four years. And then like a year, the last year is like kind of off and on. And then I go, I get single. I whore myself out. I have as much fun as I can. And then I realize that I need a companion. I need somebody uh, to like be around um, that's steady. That isn't just sex. You know, I, I need, I need to, I need to have that connection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I get into another relationship. Um, and then that's the show. So I've always been like that, but I honestly feel if I never got married, then I would have moved on. I, I, if Kale and I never, cause we were engaged for four years. And the reason why we were engaged for four years is because I wanted to make sure that we were compatible um, because, and that sounds really weird. It's like, well, why would you in, get be engaged to somebody that you weren't willing to, you know, get married in the first place? For me, when I proposed, it was it was me telling Kayla that I'm ready to to I, I'm serious about us. I want to see where I want to take this to the next level. Didn't mean I want to get married next week although Kayla went and got her wedding dress like a week later ended up getting another one by the time we got yeah, married I remember that. but it, it's it was one of those things where I I wanted her to know that I was committed to her and I wasn't interested in anybody else or anything like that and we were young too right like fuck man I was I was probably like at the be the beginning of the leg tv phase maybe like 2011 2012 we got engaged uh so it was it was new. It might have even been sooner, earlier than that. I have no idea. It's been so long now. Um, so it's been, you know, if it's it was was more of me letting her know that I, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. And then we had the four year engagement, yeah. and it was funny. We ended up watching this movie called like the five year engagement, <laughs> and uh, I I was thinking to myself, well, this is this is gonna be us. And the main reason why I didn't pull the trigger right away is because. I didn't know. I, I actually didn't know that, you know, when you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody, it's, for me, it's like there's no rush. Like, there's literally no fucking rush. But there's got to be some kind of progression in the relationship. It's got to, whether it's, whether it is, hey, you know, we've been dating for, you know, nine months to a year now. We're, we're, we get along. We haven't had any major fights. You know, that's inevitably going to happen, but we're, we're compatible. We, we've lasted longer or as long as other people in the past. We should probably take the next step, and that usually is somebody moving in with you. And then you live together for six months, a year, maybe two years, maybe longer, and then you get engaged. It's like because it's at that point, and – Obviously, I'm not going to air all your stuff out, mm-hmm. but where where you know you were in a relationship for a long yeah. time, and then it gets to the point in a relationship where you go, well, what are we going to do? Like, are we going to continue to do this, or are we are we committed 
enough to each other that we're willing to take the next step and not because one person's pressuring the other. We both got to be fucking ready for this and take the next step because if not, then why don't we just end this right now instead of wasting another three to four years and then have the same conversation and now another three to four years have gone by and now I've got to start over with somebody else eventually, right? So that's kind of where I was when we got engaged where I was like, I'm, I'm committed to the next step. Obviously we're not getting married right away. And we've had our, we've had our moments. Uh, cause we're both young. Fuck. We were like, uh, she was like 20, 21. I was like 23, 24, just learning to become a man, just starting to be able to grow some facial <laughs> hair, uh, realizing that like, you know, starting to come in some kind of success where I actually have some money, uh, I'm able to like pay my bills and, and, you know, uh, go out and eat to dinner and travel a little bit and I'm meeting people and my ego is starting to go a little bit because I actually have some self-confidence and with that comes like temptations of getting to know other people and shit like that. And also, I don't know what goes on in her mind. She may be feeling the same way. She may be feeling, uh, you know, I, I listen, I'm 21 years old. I've been in this relationship with this one dude for however long. I haven't had a chance to go and, you know, hop on a bunch of other dicks to see what it's like <laughs> or, or have fun, you know, in all reality. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's one of those things where it's like, you know, shit, if, why would we get married at age 22 and 23 uh, if, if we're not a hundred percent sure, because why will we get, get divorced three years down the road or two years down the road or a year down the road? Because we decided to rush things because we're, you know, we move in together. Now we just got to get married because this is the thing we got to do. Or, you know, we have a, fu- we, you know, a baby's on the way. Now we just got to get married, you know, put the fucking ring on. It's just like, it is what it is. So, you know, for me going back to the marriage thing, Um, I got married because of the commitment that's involved. It's that next level, uh, to, uh, marriage. And I actually believe that probably on like a 10 year anniversary that I would like to get married again, obviously in a very small, intimate, you know, just her and I go somewhere, redo our vows and, you know, maybe upgrade the rings, whatever the case may be, you know, cause that's, that's just how we are. But, um, (laughs) Just just to reinforce just to reinforce the commitment that is uh, the next progression. So do I have to be know, there? That's, that's do I have kinda, to be there to fucking record no, the whole thing? You don't. You don't have to. Okay. Be, you don't have to MC just, it. It won't be streamed. Just want to make sure. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, anything like that. So, so yeah, I I have always visioned myself uh, being a married man. Just being able to be called a husband is kind of cool. Um, and say, oh, my wife, you know, uh, that's, you know, kind of cool too. Although it does wear off very quickly, uh, and you end up wanting to stab each other. Uh, and, uh, that's always fun. But at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's, a it's a good, it, it can be, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, <laughs> Look, look. <laughs> but it's not as bad as what people, what people Look, here, here's Make here's the here's the you just hit on about 14 15 topics in that one answer there is, is the the wrap up for how to how to reach what marriage is about hey, but this is te- this is this is the tech support section we've we've we really ran on both ends now we are just next week it's all good people baby. are just getting more content now we thought we were going to back off on it apparently but we're next worse. week we're going to yes. do our half yeah hour no, hour this half. is just silly hour, this hour, is gotten hour, silly hour. but whatever we're already there now i i just not long ago, I took I took old Danny boy Nova Dad out for birthday dinner. Mm. 
And mm, your dad, Nova Dad, 66 years old. Uh, Nova Dad's saying, when am I getting grandkids? When am I getting, when am I getting because... grandkids? Because I'm getting up there. <laughs> look, look, look. Because I'm getting up there my in dad whooped my, my dad. dad whooped my ass eight ways to Sunday right now. He's 66 years old. <laughs> dad, this has nothing to do with the topic. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to sell the weights I've got down the hall and shit. Dad, straight up, Dad's got some stuff, and he's got a workout room in the house. Dad said, I'll buy those weights off you. Because I'm out, I'm out mm. he said, I'm outgrowing the ones I've got in the house. I was like, what the fuck? Man, ah, you're 66. What do you need these weights for? You need some heavier ones. I need ones. some heavier weights. Need some heavier weights. <laughs> but at that uh, at the dinner, you know, we were talking about uh, dad. Dad was talking about you know relation. Dad talked about relationships at, at, at the dinner, and we went back. I eventually went back to his house, and we were sitting down. I was talking with mom and dad, just visiting. And, uh, and even dad. All right. So nobody knows Jeff, Jeff, only person here in this conversation. No, nobody out there knows my mom and dad are like, um, scarily close to what most people would can be, would consider like the most perfect fucking couple on the planet. Like it's fucked up. Like it doesn't make sense. It shouldn't exist. It does. It's actually, it's actually it's, scary. It's kind of weird. I'm going to tell you right now, because I'm going to give it cause you're going to be biased as yeah. fuck cause it's your yeah. parents. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna paint a picture <laughs> okay. here for the folks at home. All right, Adam's parents, two tall, white, well dressed, <laughs> well the the landscaping is always fresh. They don't have the white picket fence. They're churchgoers. They're super polite. I've never heard. I think I've heard Adam's dad say ass once. <laughs> I've never heard a cuss word come out. They're extremely patient and they will listen to any like, listen, I could go over there and just spew some shit and it, I could be I could be talking out my ass <laughs> like just straight up. And Adam's mom would sit there just quietly listening, <laughs> nodding her head. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. And then at the end of it, she would tell me why I'm wrong, <laughs> but in the most polite way ever. Like it, it's, it's, it's one of the, like, you can't even get mad at her. Like, cause th there's, cause she, she's kind of like, you know, Adam, Adam is, is, is like his parents and uh, it, it, it's crazy, but Adam is, is definitely, uh, I shouldn't say more opinionated. He's, he's got, he's more of a blunt, uh, uh, he's a young version, I guess, of his dad. I, I guess if I dad visualize was, dad his dad definitely as a, more like me when he was younger. I could yeah. see your dad. I could see your dad like you, yeah. except maybe smoking a lot of weed because <laughs> it's back in the day or something. Um, and maybe some heavier drugs. I don't know. But it, definitely Adam is his dad, but a younger version. And so it's. It's kind of hard. They are when Adam says they are like the perfect couple, it's kind of gross. Like you would if you were watching a TV show and it was this perfect little white family, <laughs> the most stereotypical fucking thing ever. I would go over Adam's house and I was like 13, 14 years old and you'd open up his fridge. There's no pot. <laughs> it's water. You've got milk. There's some eggs. Everything is neatly put in the fridge. Adam's dad's out in the morning making pancakes <laughs> with a smile on his face up early. Got the newspaper out fucking doing a crossword on the table. I swear to God, it is it is litter. It is actually creepy 
how fucking perfect these. They would take people into their home and take care of them. <laughs> it was it's fucked. It's actually fucked up. I don't. I I'm trying to find a bad thing to say about Adam's parents. <laughs> I can't do it. I can think of about a hundred shitty things to say about my parents, <laughs> and I shit you not. And I love the fuck out of my parents. My parents are awesome. <laughs> They're cool as shit. But my God, I could think of so many faults my parents have, and I can't think of a single <laughs> one Adam's parents have. So that's just to let you know about the Nova parents, because they are quite literally perfect people. Like, it's scary. It's, it's kind of sucks. I will, li- I will literally never attain the greatness of either of my fucking parents. It's it's actually fucking impossible. Like, this, the struggle would be so real. Um, but Jeff's, Jeff, all that lines, all that up. And I say that to say, to say this, we're having this conversation. We're talking about relationships and stuff. You're talking cause dad's getting up there and they just had their like whatever anniversary not long ago. And, and dad and mom says something about how, you know, you know, you just know and everything's fine. And there's not, you know, mom's the girl in the relationship. Right. And dad and dad dropped a fucking one liner where it was kind of like a low key burn, where it's not always sunshine and rainbows. Oh, <laughs> and and mom just stoke faces like, oh, <laughs> what the? Fuck? What did you just say? I mean- <laughs> and, and Dan's over there going, I mean, you know, I'm just being. Oh <laughs> shit! Oh shit! Even she couldn't believe it. It's like this motherfucker. It's like oh, we may have been thinking shit. it, but we never said Mom it. Mom was salty, so salty. Oh, so like, I, but I said all that to say, you know, it's marriage is, you know, does involve give and take. No matter how perfect relationships, not just marriage. To be honest with you, Adam, it's a lot of give. Oh, bro. It's a lot yeah, of give. no matter how. And and I'm I'm right now. I bet you. I bet you. Your wife feels the same way on the other side. She's like, it's a lot of give. I'm getting shit all in return for all this crap. She's getting that dick too. She's getting that dick. (laughs) But that's you know that that's that's you know that's a great example. It's like my parents who from the outside. That's it. Jeff hit all the fucking points. I I you know even somebody who spent my whole life with them. There, I can't, I'd be struggling to find a fucking, even the downside would be a positive for somebody else. It just doesn't, there's nothing I can come up with. I grew up in a house where we were taken in, like Jeff said, we were fucking taken in like refugees and shit. They lived with, like, I grew up with two sisters that that literally I wasn't even related to. It just didn't even make sense. Actually, three. Dude, I'd walk over, I'd walk over Adam's house and there'd be some random person. I'd be like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) Right? And it's like. And, and then fucking Dan would be like, oh, have you met so-and-so? I was like, what the fuck? And I go in at, who, Adam, who's that? Oh, yeah, he's, they're just staying with us for a little while. It's like, oh, my God. Like, I, I honestly, when I go into Adam's house when I was a kid, I mean, I always felt welcomed. I mean, Adam's parents are family. Like, I fucking love Adam's family. I, I could go. I didn't. It's, it's obviously in. it got to the point where I could just walk into Adam's house. I could go up to his fridge, grab something. <laughs> I could Adam Adam wouldn't even be home. I could go in down in his basement, play some games. He'd come home, be like, "Oh, hey Jeff, like, hey man, how's it going?" Like it was, it was their family, like literally family. And I like honestly felt <laughs> almost like the devil when I was in Adam's house, and not because I was a bad like I was a bad child or anything. It's just I I am 
I am so different than Adam's family and how I was brought up that you almost at the beginning it, it was it was awkward because it was like do, uh, do they even want me here like it's weird and then you just realize that they literally do not have a single judgmental bone in their body and they could actually care less about what you look like I shouldn't say how you talk because I've been checked many times <laughs> by Adam's mom. Like Jeff, watch your language, watch your language. <laughs> you know, I've been checked many times, but even still there's never any mad, never yelling, never uh, anything like that. I mean, Adam could come to my house and if he came to my house enough, he would, you know, hear fighting or hear some kind of, you know, drama or something. And I wouldn't even be the only family like that. Most families, there, there is some kind of family issues that you have, whether it's your parents fighting, divorce, sibling trouble, fucking, you know, your own personal shit. You know, you come over my house long enough and there's going to be something there that's going to be like, what the hell? You could be at Adam's house 24-7, seven days a week, and literally for some, like, refugees, that was the real deal, and you could not find a single fault in that house to the point where it was like it was fairyland. It was it was almost make believe. Okay, so I know this this sounds like like let's blow smoke up Adam's parents' ass hour, and I didn't I didn't mean it to become that, but I wanted to put that all into perspective because that's where my view on marriage and relationships come from. Like most people, you 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 formulate your opinions on relationships and marriage based on what your home life was like with your parents, whether you had a single parent or you had both parents were around, but they, you know, fought all the time, or maybe it was a little bit of both. Maybe you had parents that wanted to just treat you like a friend and it wasn't a parent child relationship. And then I literally, I fucking lottery fucking like fuck lottery i say this all the fucking time i feel bad my pick because i'm an asshole compared mm. to my parents and i won the fucking lottery <laughs> yes you like, are just, I, I, like my mom says all my grandmother dude how much of a shock is that for you because you know you you've lived with your parents yes. and you're still obviously in contact yes, with your parents you know as 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 great of a relationship that you probably have with your yes. girlfriend I mean, Jesus, the misconstrued uh, uh, perception yeah. of what an actual real-life relationship is like when you legitimately, like, differ in opinions or get in an argument or anything like that. That is got to be like, how do I process this? Because I have never seen this, unless I was at Jeff's house, I have <laughs> never seen this shit ever in my life. Like, so they, like that must be like a tough hurdle yeah. To, yeah. to have gotten yeah. over because that's crazy. It, it, well, it is. I mean, it, like, it, it is. It's tough Like it, because, well, here's the first thing. The first thing is, I mean, it's tough and it's whatever. Boo-hoo, fucking Adam had the perfect family. But the the thing is... What it did give me is, despite the fact that I'm kooky and fucking crazy and I, I'm opinionated as shit, I mean, if you ask my grandmother, the queen of the family who lives with my parents, she'd tell you, well, you're George, who's her husband, my grandfather. He's, he's like, that's, that's who I am. I got, like, apparently 90% of my entire being, my height, how I look, how I talk, my humor, uh, my, my in, incapability of suffering fools lightly, all of that shit is my grandfather. So while I have so I, I have the sensibilities of uh, or like the the logical side of my dad, I have I have a 
fraction of the patience of my mom. Uh, like, while that's all there, I'm not technically my parents, I'm, I'm more my grandfather, who is, who was like this. He was, obviously my mom came out of that household, so he wasn't, like, some sort of crazed maniac, but he wasn't necessarily mom who was literally a patron, fu- a patron fucking saint. Anybody, short of coming in and killing somebody in the house, it didn't fucking matter. Even then, she'd have a way to, to, to take that, you know, and, and not raise her voice and just, and just fucking whatever. So, in relationships for me, for example, without, without airing out everything of a relationship of, uh, in total here. Of course. What it, uh, what it meant for me was, it gave me a point, a crazy point of reference. Like, some people don't, ha- don't have this point of reference, but it gave me a point of reference from where my parents came from. There were loads of disagreements in the household. Like, they, that, it's impossible to not have disagreements. That's just called being people. Co and how you know, co you know living together coexisting in a in a home you're going to drive each other crazy eventually right that that just that's just fucking happens loads of disagreements the difference was with my parents is how they handled any and all disagreements and it was never raising a voice it was never attacking the other person it was you literally walked through the whole thing and you came to a point you came to a point together, and then you walked away from that, and then you literally moved on. You didn't go back and, like, ninja fucking pull out some shit from six years ago to win an argument in the in the present. You had, you packaged it up, you dealt with it, you fucking moved on, and that was it. And so, like Jeff said, you know, Jeff's heard my dad curse like, I've heard my dad curse up a fucking storm. It just depends on where you are and what you're doing with him. But in the moment, anything crazy happens. Great example. Jeff talked about pancakes and everything. Boys are staying over because we're going golfing the next day. We were probably 15, 14, somewhere in that neighborhood. We were going to go to the local, what we, what, you know, my grandfather and I called the Rock and Country Club, Briarwood, the shittiest golf course in the world. Mm, uh, pretty it's shitty. Just, it's not even a no, golf course, uh, man. It's a driving range with exactly. greens. So we were going to go to there. Anyway, the boys stayed the night because the school was over or whatever. Dad made pancakes every single fucking weekend for all the boys. So we get up. And one of the guys, Steve, is over, and he is so jacked for pancakes right now. He is fucking Coke junkie ready for this food. And so is Jeff, coincidentally, both of which are just razz. Just, just I'm always ready for the blueberry jazzed pancakes. Jazzed for them blueberry always pancakes. Ready. And they're trying to beat each other up the stairs. And Steve pulls like a fucking trip oh, move. I remember that. And Jeff's elbow goes into the railing and snaps Dad's fucking uh, oh, it was a fucking oak railing in half. Oak, yeah. And so yeah. here's this railing fucking like dangling on the wall, and Dad's standing with a flipper in his hand with a fucking pancake on it. <laughs> Jeff's blown a tire on the staircase. Steve's behind him go, doing like this. Everybody freezes on the fucking staircase, and Dad looks down and goes. Don't worry about it. We'll fix it later. And just that was the fucking, that was it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. I think he also said, I also think he said, are you okay? Yeah, he was like, are you like, okay? Yeah, like, all right. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, that was it. He's like, we'll fix it later. Yeah. And that, that was he's the like, fucking show. And like that, that was yeah. all, that was all there was and to like, it. And when you, and when you think about it, you've got, you've got young guys like running up the stairs, acting fucking stupid. Yeah. And you break a railing and the dude literally is just like chill. <laughs> that happened in my house and it was my mom. She would have said, Jesus, Jesus, I told you, fuckers, stop running up the goddamn stairs. Get the fuck. 
fuck out. Like that's I'm verbatim. That's it's always Jesus, Jesus fuck. There's always two Jesuses and it ends with the fuck. And it would be screeching. And for one, she wouldn't be making pancakes. My mom don't cook for shit. But if she did, the spatula would have been thrown at me. The boys would have been out. She would have made me call my Game father over. and tell him that I broke the fucking shit. My dad would have came home, whooped my ass, and it was would have been a bad time. <laughs> that's literally what it would so have that's, been. You know, so that's so for me in a relationship, when stuff comes up, I don't I can think of twice in any relationship I've had where I've escalated or I've I've raised my voice. Only twice. Uh otherwise I attack everything the same way. I just fucking And it, honestly and I won't. I won't say. Wh- I won't say which relationship this existed in. But uh, actually, it was. It was honestly to be. To be fair to 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 uh, to both of them, I suppose. Uh, this happened both times. They get frustrated because I wouldn't be getting angry, or I'd be using, or I'd be. Mm. I'd be too. I, like I, I'd be too eloquent about be it. Too too chill yeah yeah they'd be like dude you fucking sly motherfucker right? like why you like what well because you can get you because you can come off condescending man because it can come off like uh if you don't get heated it comes off like uh it comes out you're condescending like, you know oh you're 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 the one who's getting fucking mad here you do that shit with me yeah. all the time bro i want to punch you but in I'm your not face ang- that's not, but I'm, like, I'm not I'm like, angry i'm just like i just want to yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. raise yeah dude it's the <laughs> It's literally the fucking worst thing that you do to me that fucking makes me mad. Like it gets me boiling. I just want you to tell me to fuck off. But when you're when you're letting me go, and then you and then and then you say something fucking cheeky as fuck, and it's like a one liner, and then I'm just like, dude, if you were here right now, bro, we would be fucking throwing down. I'm so mad right now. <laughs> but, you know, so I know the frustration that that one must be going through dealing with the Morehouse in a in a <sighs> in a heated argument or a not so heated argument, a one sided heat. Yeah, that's just the way it was. in my house. That was the yeah, way it yeah. was, and it, and and so the the one time my dad ever yelled at me once, I shit myself dry. <laughs> <laughs> because my whole life dad no matter if he was angry sad whatever the fuck it was like never ever raise his voice nothing you didn't even you like you could tell he was upset but it wasn't even like you you be, he'd be upset and you say all right i fucked up i'm just gonna go over here and do whatever now then he raised his voice and i shit myself completely dry and that was the only time he ever had to raise his voice. That was it. It was one time. And it wasn't even... Can you imagine if we found out that in your garage or, like, a secret room in your basement that there was, like, punching bags and fucking, like, <laughs> like, uh, like... Dan, like Dan's like, taking out all of his fucking, just, like... Yeah, like, and he's just in there beating the shit out of stuff. Like, at the at the end of a day, he's like, all right, Jan, I love you too, baby. Yeah, I'll be in bed real soon. Yo, Adam, are you in bed, son? Yeah, Dad, I'm in bed. Okay, son, I love you. Good night. And then he just goes to his fucking secret cave, and then he just he, he puts on weird gloves, and he puts on fucking rock and roll music, and he just stabs pillows, and he punches shit to, to shit, and he's just a gritty fucking machine. And then he just uh, walks out, and he's like a whole, he's just, that's, I could I could picture that shit, Dude, man. my dad, my dad is 66 years old, and if my dad got angry, I'd fucking run so fast, I would be in another country. I'd be gone. 
Because you don't. It's the scariest. Well, that's people. usually the worst. Because if you don't, if you never see it, you're just what like, the fuck's oh, gonna fuck, happen? I, you know, it's got to be real when it happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's got to be real. Yeah. So yeah. See for see for for my for me my old man. I've always just seen my dad get mad. So like I've seen my dad beat up six dudes at the same time. So it's like you know I just know not to fucking even get my dad riled up. Like even today, my dad is a He's literal brick huge. shit house. He's like 230 pounds, six foot one, and he's a brick shit house. Like literally, I'm not I'm not even a small guy, and he is twice my size. Like legit. And he would punch my face off. Like I I, I think I like I don't even know if there will be an age where I can like I've tried this once before. I I remember dad and I got real this is like on 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 uh on the borderline of me trying to become a man where <laughs> i was out on my own right so so to paint to paint a picture and and i can talk about this in in detail another time uh cuz cuz we are really going on real Whatever. long but to 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 paint to paint this dude uh the, the, to paint this picture for you guys my parents got divorced right and i moved out when i was like 17 like legit, I left. My parents got divorced. My dad uh, moved. Uh, my mom couldn't afford the house anymore, so she moved into an apartment where she still is right now. This was years ago. I mean, like over ten years ago. Uh, like I was seven, like seventeen. Mm-hmm. It was like thirteen years ago. So my mom moves, and my mom was like, "Listen," because um, my sister was still young. I'm nine years older than my sister, and my mom goes. Uh, do you want us to get a three bedroom apartment and you know, you're more than welcome, you know, you're my son, like you can move in with, with us, like, you know, uh, and I thought, you know, be with all the shit you got to understand. And for people that have gone through a troubled home in terms of like relationship, I went through a lot of fighting with my parents. Like I've watched my parents fight. Like it was, you know, and, and trust me, there's, probably people here that have had way worse situations, but when you're young and you're growing up and it doesn't take much, you've got parents that are, that are in and out. Uh, they were always there for kids, but in terms of relationship and then, you know, you spend a lot of time at your friend's house, like Adams where the family is perfect. And some days you don't even want to go home. That was legit my situation. And so when my parents broke up and they needed to move, that was my opportunity for me to be a man and do my own thing. So I moved out at 17. Um, and this obviously was a problem from when I was, can I, since I can remember, I mean, since I was a kid. So I moved out, I moved in with my buddy, uh, Teo and his mom. And he had a, he had an older brother uh, his older brother was is an actor, and he he moved to Toronto, and he's been acting and stuff. And so there was a spare bedroom, and they Teo was my is my other family. So you know, before I met Adam, my best friend was Teo, and we spent we were inseparable, like a, like literally family. Um, so we I moved over there, and you know, being the fucking seventeen year old hot ass that I was. Um, they are very religious people, so they they in their household, you had to abide by their rules. Obviously, it's their house. I can't say shit. They're allowing me to be in their home. They were nice enough to give me a bed to sleep in. 
Um, I gave money like when I could, like, I think the most I ever gave was 60 bucks in a month or whatever. I bought my own food, although they would still share their meals and stuff. Like I had a free place to stay. Uh, and so I just didn't like the fact that they did Sabbath on Saturdays where it's a complete day of rest and you can't do anything. Like you can't watch TV. You can't like, you just, you have to like read a book, fucking read the Bible, chill, uh, go for a walk, like go outside, do whatever. I didn't like the rules because I was a fucking idiot. And I didn't, you know, you know, when you're young and you're stupid and you're in your own goddamn head and you're still a child, you, you don't realize how well you have it or how much people are there for you. Obviously I was going through my own emotional problems. So I wasn't the most stable person to begin <laughs> with as it was. So I end up, uh, moving out. I end up leaving. And it so happens that I end up working with my dad because I need a job. And so I'm working with my old man and we're already like bumping heads. I've got this animosity towards my father like no one else. Like you fucked this whole family up. It's your fault. I, my mom was always there. So I always took my mom's side, you know, and, and I was young and I didn't understand that, you know, it takes two to tango. Like, you know, I'm older now and our family's perfect now, which is weird. Uh, but Back then, not so much. So I had this thing, but I was only working with I was only working with dad because part of me wanted to mend the relationship and have a relationship with my dad, but the other part was like I just needed money and he's the only person that could allow me, you know, that I could work with that I could make some some decent money. So I remember one night in particular. We were working we were working on a job and I don't know what the fuck, but my dad was in a really bad mood. And so he hired uh, one of my buddies. So me and my buddy, we were doing uh, steel framing uh, up on up on the ceilings, like on the drywall. There are these uh, oh called T-bar. So there are the, uh, these these long T-bar uh, that would go into the, the frame of the house, the wood. And then you would you would uh, drill the gyp rock into the T-bar. And that's what holds the gyp rock in place. So. Uh, we used to get paid per square foot or whatever you used to put T-bar up. We did an entire like basement, kind of like this, about you know, maybe a thousand square feet to T-bar all the way. And you had to do it just like on a regular stud. Every 16 inches, you, you put a T-bar. You got to make sure it's kind of straight so that when people go, when we because we actually did the T-bar and the gyp rock. So when we went to go do the gyp rock, if it was straight, we wouldn't have to, we would be able to do it quickly because it was a boom, 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 boom. But if it was crooked, you'd go <laughs> boom, boom, you miss. You'd have to take yep. that out. You know, the fucking painters would hate you yeah, to shit they because they gotta, they gotta, uh, they gotta fill it, sand it, all that fun stuff. So my dad was very particular. And that's one thing that my dad, my dad's a workaholic and he's, he's a perfectionist. So, you know, you fuck shit up, like you, you better fix it or your ass is getting told, you know, you need to fix it. So me and my buddy, we did the T-bar and we were kind of in a rush. Like we were, we, you know, I'll be honest, we were, we did a shitty job. <laughs> um, part of it was like just butchered, but it was up there. And I was like, whatever, like, well, when I do the gyp rock, I know where the studs are on this one area. It was like this one little corner. I'll fucking do it. Like it, it's okay. So my dad comes in to check the job and this was like after hours. So he would come in and check. It was nighttime. My buddy leaves and it's just him and I. <laughs> And he comes in, he's like, Jeff, what the fuck is this, right? And I already know that, like, my dad's already in an aggressive mood. Like, I, I know how to, f like, feel out my father's moods. Like, it's like, there's approachable dad, then there's 
not approachable dad. And then there's like, don't even be in the same building as dad. So there's like three different dads. Um, <laughs> now it's like approachable dad, super awesome, approachable, <laughs> fucking amazing dad. And then super duper awesome, approachable, <laughs> amazing father of a lifetime. It's really weird how things change. But uh, so we're there and he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, and I try and tell him like, dad, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll do that chip rock part, whatever. He's like, you need, you, you're not getting paid for this. Right. And, and for me, I, I, I was like, at the time I was, I was living out on my own. I had my own little ghetto apartment in a crack building. Um, and, and I was already two months behind on rent and I knew I was going to get evicted. And so I didn't have, I had like no money, you know, just being irresponsible and shit. And so he goes, uh, He's like, you need to fix this shit or you're not getting paid. Right. And I got for the, this is the crossroad I was talking about earlier <laughs> where you, 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 where you finally, I think almost every man, you know, besides maybe Adam, <laughs> probably, I think every man at some point in their life challenges their father, like, like legit where, especially in a home where he's the alpha, like straight up hardcore alpha, there's no fucking around. For me, it was, that was the case, and I had so much built up fucking rage, and it's one of those things where, you know, if dad punished me or gave me a bad time or gave my mom a hard time or whatever the case may be, I would run up to my room and I'd be like, fucking, fuck you, like, and I would say it, like, under my breath, and I'd be fucking mad, and I, and I would always tell myself, like, next time I'm gonna fucking punch him, like, I'm, uh, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand up, and I'm gonna be a man, I'm gonna fucking do this. Well, this was that time. This was your that time, time had come. Where I finally had, where I finally had the courage to to stand up to my dad and tell him, you know, fuck you, bud. Like, you know, I'm I'm not backing down this time. So he's like, you're not getting paid. So I I literally take off my tool. I have my tool belt on, right, oh, dude? God, no. <laughs> this is oh, fuck. Boy. I take off my tool belt, right? And my dad's looking at me like I got 10 fucking heads. And I I don't know. I'd have to ask him because I'm going to have to have him on, <laughs> on the podcast or something at some point just to kind of get his version of this. But I have never looked at my dad in this way before. So he knew that, like, something this was, was the moment. Yeah. Like, like Jeff, like, has literally lost his mind now. <laughs> like, he's so far gone that I'm going to have to knock out my son. Like, this is fucked. So I take off my tool belt, and I'm like fucking, I'm locked eyes on him. I'm inside, dude. I'm crying. I'm scared. Oh, yeah. I'm angry. You're I've got every everything. emotion that you yeah. can think of. I'm fucking shaking because I know, like, this is the point of no return. And I get up into his face, and I was like, you're going to fucking pay me my money, Right. And he said, like, literally as calm as humanly possible, like scary calm. He said, bud, get out of my face or I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> like, it was like, it was, it, it was like the most, it, 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 I'm telling you, dude, I believed every fucking <laughs> word that came out of his mouth. There were some other exchanges of some sort. I, 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 I don't know because it, it's like, it's. It's a blur that he might have said something like, oh, you're going to be a man now. <laughs> he might have said some shit like that. Right. Like it felt like it felt like a movie, bro. So when he said that shit, I said, all right, man, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going, yeah. This time.
Thank you for this opportunity. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I have my I have my moment. I have my moment. Uh you know, yeah, no, that's great. And I fucking left. And that was uh that was uh yeah, yeah, dude. I fucking bailed hard. So even today, I think my dad's like fifty-four yeah. now. And we have like a perfect relationship. My dad is amazing. I even still, you know, if I ever had and I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling strong. I'm working out. I'm like, I'm young. I'm kind of like at my prime. I'm, you know, this is probably the strongest I'm ever going to be, you know, the, the fastest, most agile. And I still to this day, dude, I wouldn't even fucking think about it because he would kill me like legit one punch KO sleep. When you wake up, you'll go back to sleep for another half hour and then you'll just read. Dude, You'll th- rethink your dad outweighs you by 80 pounds. Yep. It would be that a bad time. by itself already puts you at such a disadvantage. doesn't matter if it's your dad, your next door neighbor, somebody outweighs you Anybody. by 80 yeah. pounds. They could even be the shittiest fighter known to man. They hit you accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> and you're fucked. Bad time. Just game bad over. Time. Not a chance. And yes, I ended up. I ended up getting paid. Like dad ended up paying. I didn't even fix. I didn't even fix the job. He still ended up paying. I think it was just like one of those things where we're just butting heads and we're just like, you know, we're just we're just letting out some man rage. Just, just dad. Uh, it's, yeah. it's dad strength. And and we're 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 dad strength is a real we're thing. bitches now, dude. We go. We're on computers for a living. Both of our dads manual labor and shit. You can't beat old man strength on manual labor. It's literally not nah. possible. Nah. My, my uncle John, mom's twin brother, who was literally in his 20s and 30s, 275 pounds, like no body fat, jacked to the fucking gills, stoop, no steroids, just literally ate four chickens a day. Just, just fucking huge. Just eats muscle. Just retarded. And now he's like, now he's like 56. He's still fucking jacked. It's retarded. Even oh, yeah. he. Oh, yeah. One day, when I was a kid one day, looked at me and said, I hate your dad because he is so fucking strong and he doesn't go to the gym. <laughs> I've like been busting my ass my whole life and your father is still fucking this strong. doesn't make sense and I hate it. And I was like, well, great. Uh, I'm not like that. It's the truth, man. The dads, dude, we're going to be like strength. fucking frail dads. We're oh, going to be like bitch. fucking pussy ass dads. Oh, yeah. Just... You know, our sons will be beating Absolutely. us up, bro. Like, it's going to suck. fucking teeth. <laughs> Actually, they're going to be even more yeah, bitch. <laughs> they're going to be even more bitch. I guarantee, yeah. like, they're going to be fucking... They're going to come out with mangiants. Oh, absolutely. Straight up. Oh, just old man yeah. strength is not to be fucked with, but I'm not going to have any old man strength. I'm going to have old man weakness. Uh. <laughs> so I'm gonna have some, that's what I'm going to have. Well, holy shit. What a fucking well, topic that was. Well, there you go. Just, just it was, because it was kind of all over the place. Just because somebody asked, this is not a long answer. Just because somebody asked, you know, what my dad, what I did to get my dad to actually yell at me that one time. It was like, and and this will tell you again the type of person my dad is. It had nothing to do with anything I was directly doing to my father. I was, uh, coincidentally, uh, this is when I had first started streaming, and I was up super late. And I was fucking crazy loud, and I was cursing like a son of a bitch. And it was driving, like, at this point, my nan is living in the house. It didn't bother nan. Nan deaf as a post, couldn't hear fucking shit. She's upstairs anyway. But because nan's upstairs, 
Mom and dad had to move their bedroom downstairs. They're just down the hall. So they're, they're just, I'm keeping them up all hours of the night. Dad only needs about four and a half seconds of sleep and he's good to go. Mom, not so much. Mom's hearing me down this hall, screaming my head off, cursing and swearing constantly for like months. And she has asked me a couple of times to keep it down. She was like down the hallway, you know, can you just back off on it? And eventually she stopped because I was too much of a cunt and I was still doing it. And then dad walked down the hallway when mom wasn't home at the time. Dad walked down the hallway and opened the door Mm. and just laid into it. And I was fine. I don't remember anything because I was sitting in my chair and I turned around and he's at the doorway and he just let loose the fires of fucking hell. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And that was it. And that was all that happened. He actually said he was, he, he actually said he was like, you keep this up. He was like, look, I don't think you understand happy wife, happy life. And you're fucking this up right now for me. So if you don't get your shit together, your ass is out of this house. And I was like, okay. Yep. I believe it. It's like my my yeah. you're old enough now, you want to be you, you want to do fuck this? Up? Get, Get out. Get out. And I was like, "Okay. Do it in your own house." So I, All right, I'm going to be I'm going to be quiet from now on. That was it. That's all, but that's it. It wasn't <laughs> I wasn't doing anything to dad, anything. It was like, "Look, I was fucking up with mom and dad was like, "I had enough of that shit." Get your shit together, because, you know, mom, mom talking to dad, so dad was like, "Look, I get to hear about it all the damn time, so stop." I'm done hearing done. about it, bro. Yeah, it's I'm over. Done. That's yep. all it was. And it was done. Dad, dad was like, you get your ass out of this house. I was like, all right, I'm going to clean up my act. So I did. Now I'm here. Now I just curse and swear and Adam scream no here. House. <laughs> Adam no house. Adam no house. Yeah, that's, that's all it was. <laughs> but it's true. Oh, the one other thing that I will add, because there's the, the one, one of the few downsides to having the family that I did when I was growing up. And Jeff could probably back me up on this. Not Jeff's parents, but there were other parents on the street that hated my family. Like, fucking hated my family. For the simple fact... Well, dude, it's hard. That, like when Jeff said, for him, when he was... Sometimes when he was at my house, he didn't want to go home because my house was, like, the center of, like, the fucking God... You know, everything was just amazing. It was a safe haven. It was a safe haven. So when the other parents with with kids in other homes that weren't so hot... They're seeing their their children go there, and they're talking about, you know, Nova mom and Nova dad. They go home, and how amazing is it? They just fucking hate it because they're not that. And so, and then because they're not going to go down and, like, scream at my mom and dad about uh, about it because I'm hanging out with their kids. You guys are too perfect. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You just look like a constant idiot. Like, what the fuck, dude? So because of that, because of that... Uh, I, because I'm in their house now, right? Cause I'm hanging out with their kids. I get all that shit. So they be, they be coming to me and be, and, and, and running their mouth at me. And it would be so fucking awkward. Cause I'm just a kid. Like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do in this yeah. situation? It's not my fault. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but it was really fucking awkward because everybody treated me differently on the street because my parents would take the other kids in or do all this other shit. And so it was like, at home, I couldn't possibly be happier, but it was awkward as fuck whenever I'd go into, not every house, but oh, certain yeah. houses, and I won't say whose, because we've talked about some of these people in the past, and I don't want to connect them to anything, but some houses you go into, and it would be so fucking awkward for me, and the parents would be so weird about it. Mm. Um, and then one of them one day, I, I shouldn't say it never happened, one of them one day did, did come up onto the property chasing after Brian and I. Uh, over some shit. Uh, and, uh... Really? Yes. 
Uh, I can say this one because nobody would know who it is. It was Donnie. So uh, oh, yeah. he he was driving after us in his truck. And then, like, screeches up to the side, and, and, and <laughs> Brian and I were just run up to my dad, who's out, like, watering the garden, Jeff said, was, like, fucking pristine the whole time. So dad's up there just watering the garden and shit, and Donnie, pissed fucking mad, runs up this hill and starts yelling and screaming and fucking Probably drunk pointing too. fingers and shit, and my dad was like, Donnie, this is not the time and place to do this shit. Get the fuck off of my property. Get the fuck out of my safe haven, <laughs> yeah. bro. Don't bring your shit down on this side of the no. neighborhood. Keep it down Keep there. Keep it down your Keep end Keep it down the by street. the Dizlax. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was that was the awkward part for like, and that does happen, like, because the parents get I don't know, it was jealous or whatever it was, oh, but course. that that was, of and course. because they can't say it to my parents, I just ended up catching all of that shit, and it was just really weird. But I don't give a fuck. I'd do it all over again because I won the fucking lottery with my with my parents. Now I just have to actually live up to their standards, which is go Godspeed me, ladies and gentlemen. What a weird fucking day this has been uh we went overtime but this this is what i've been trying to do this is the type of true this is what you've been trying to you know half podcast this going that i've been wanting to do to just fucking to just talk dude just uh you know there's nothing wrong with the first uh the first episode it's good it's it's a good podcast it's structured but it's nice to have something that is open-ended that it's just you can do these things it's it's the closest to leg tv true that we True. get without StarCraft over top. True. You know? If if the StarCraft games were three hours long, this is what it would be. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. So you guys got way more than we intended this week. Uh, you did get a shorter first half of the podcast, so that was a positive. We got that far. Uh, this one, a little longer than necessary, but still, overall, technically a little shorter. And broken up on multiple days. So we'll see how this goes down. I can't wait to see the YouTube comments. Actually, Panic missed out. Panic, Panic missed did. out. He missed out. He missed out. Could have. This would have been longer, actually. It's probably good he wasn't here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably a good thing he wasn't here, actually. It's probably probably a really good thing he wasn't yeah, here. Uh, that, that could have gone downhill quickly. Um, so any Or faster downhill than it already did. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end. Uh, I want to thank everybody for sticking around. Hopefully that was entertaining for you guys. Uh, I'm sure it was to some degree. Uh, listening to all that uh, that nonsense. Uh, and yeah, we're going to be back next week. Same format, shorter overall. Maybe not in the... I feel like the tech support ones have a tendency that will probably run longer. But the, the first half stuff, I think we've got that... I think we can do that one. I think that one's going to remain... We can definitely get that down to an we can hour get and that a half. One That's down. on you, I know. though. You got you to be the, the master question. ceremonies and just... And just fucking cut us <laughs> off. Be like, bro, your time's up. I asked up. that extra question, and it was game over. You did, bro. You took us I down there. I fucked it up. There. That was 10 <laughs> minutes right there, you fuck. Uh, but yeah, ladies, thank you so much. We're going to end, as always, uh, giving up uh, all the praise to our Patreon producers. Uh, big thank you to Jetrix at that $500 tier. Uh, and a whole mm. slew of people in the $100 tier. We got Joe McDong, which is a phenomenal name, if I must say so. Uh, <laughs> yes. yes. Sir Holmes, Postal Panda, Jamaican Jazz, Adam B, Toad of Steel, Naily, J.A., Derek, uh, Derek P., Frycy, and Ice Wolfie. Thank you guys so much for uh, all of that epic support. Uh, I just and went in today to get the posters going. They'll be done by Friday. Yeah. 
and then Panic is going to be here Thursday night, and then we're going to be able to, well, probably on a live stream when we're together, show the shit. We're finally going to have all yep. this stuff. Yep. So that's going to be pretty awesome. Yep. Uh, before we yeah. leave, uh, we do. I do want to give another big thank you to Beastall and Mr. Oh my Miyagi God, yes. for being up on for the top tiers they were. for as long as they were. I mean, it was pretty obvious you can't be up there forever. I mean, uh, but we do really, truly appreciate it. And with that being said, we've got all kinds of open examples. <laughs> Fill the vacancies. Fill the vacancies. Don't let them sit idle. Hashtag back to 5K. Hashtag back to 5K. Absolutely. Back to 5K. We were so close to doing the movie shit. So close. I know. I, I knew this was going right. to... We, we knew right it was there. coming. It doesn't matter. You guys are gods anyway. Beast on Miyagi. Literally gods. Amongst yeah. men. Straight up. Uh, Straight you know, up. so I'm, I'm happy they did what they did for the time they did. I'm even happier that they actually stepped down so they didn't have to, you know, keep, you know, sex trafficking or selling dope for the rest of their life or some shit. Uh, so <laughs> Selling like their fucking organs. Exactly. You know, one only has so many kidneys. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that that happened. But thank you guys so much. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, for uh, another episode of Technical Alpha, whereby I believe we are going to attempt to be in the same place at the same time and uh, and have a podcast live at Jeff's place. Is that next week? That would be next week. Yeah, and then I'm going to Las Vegas the week after, so maybe we can do two podcasts while he's here uh, to get that out of the way, and then you guys can have a Friday off. And we'll have a backlog because I'll be gone uh, on What on What we'll probably end up doing then is we'll do uh, a regular, because we talk about news and shit, so we can only do so much of that stuff in one day. Mm-hmm. So what we'll probably do is we'll do uh, yeah. our regular podcast, regular tech support, and then maybe we'll do a live stream Q&A and then do three different contents. Or, or maybe, okay. maybe this. Okay. What do you got? Maybe we'll actually do one movie commentary oh. since we did hit the 5K oh. and we're all together and we can watch That's a movie true. and we can do the commentary there and we can release That's that very true. as a one-time and thing until we hit 5K That's again. a possibility. We could definitely do that. I like that. So we've got some ideas. We'll, we'll do that, like before, that. We, before we literally brainstorm on the end of this podcast. Thank you once again, mm. ladies and gentlemen, for, uh, for absolutely everything. We will uh, be seeing you guys next week for very special content. Hopefully you'll be here for the live stream. And until we see you next time, peace!